let the past die. Welcome back, Star Wars fans, to another episode of Their Only Legends, Episode 12. We bring back a good friend of the podcast. We got his thoughts on the Mandalorian season finale, as if we haven't talked about that enough. We also dive into some sequel stuff. We also talk a little bit of trivia. Now, before we get into it, I want to let you all know, we did have some tactical difficulties. Um, Around 45 minutes in, not in, really, 45 minutes left, uh, there is a bit of a buzzing sound that comes in and out, and... We did what we could to get rid of it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get rid of it completely, So, and we didn't want to not give you guys an episode this week. So it's not too distracting, uh, but we want to give you a heads up that there is a little bit of a weird buzzing noise uh, for the last 45 minutes of the episode. Uh, nevertheless, if you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. We're dropping daily content like memes, facts, trivia, comic strips, all that good stuff at They're Only Legends on Instagram. We also have a Twitter now, at OnlyLegendsPod. Uh, we're going to start putting stuff on there as much as we can. Also, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at They'reOnlyLegends at gmail.com. Send us one. Give us a question, a comment, suggestion, correction when we say something stupid like we always do any of those things we want to hear from you also apple podcast listeners please leave us a review and a rating five stars because you love us all right enough of that let's get into the episode Far away with a Jedi and a sit and a smuggler's tape. Me R2 and Yoda, 3PO and Leia, look Vader and Leader, Kylo Fit Parade. Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed. Who got the Chewbacca? There's no need to fret. Thrusters are primed and a quarter they set. Then it's off with their heads like their name Jango Fett. I've seen these movies like 500 times. I'm solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind. One with the force and the force is with me, so of course you will see even if I go blind. I'm on this journey of trials and lessons. Get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds. Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens. Enjoy every minute, cause they're only legends. Welcome back, legends, you silly motherfuckers. Guess what? Yeah, we're starting out hot. I don't care. You came in hot, bro. Dude, I came in hot. I've been doing it on the intros. I don't care. We're not monetized, so why do I give a shit if we swear right away? Uh, Yeah, that that other voice you heard, guys, Mike Kaminsky's back. We had to bring him back on. And, uh, okay. Guys, Mandalorian, I have postpartum depression right now. Yeah. Like, (laughs) okay. I'm sorry. That was very insensitive to people who actually have postpartum depression. It's not that serious. But seriously, Mandalorian's done for a while. The only reason Christmas was a letdown was because it was Friday. And what did they say? It's like 28 days to build a habit. Well, we've had two weeks in a row where I'm like, every Friday I get a new Mando. And this Friday didn't happen. For three weeks, four weeks, maybe I was stayed up till midnight to watch it as soon as it came out. Like, yeah. and so I did that. I was up till midnight on Thursday, waiting for um, the release of the uh, special edition behind the scenes stuff, and it didn't release right away. I don't think. Right. Um, the season two behind the scenes. Yeah, which yeah, I got I halfway through that. that. I got halfway through it. Nice. It's pretty good so far. But I went to bed watching it last night. It was like. One o'clock in the morning, I think, was when I was like, okay, well, I have to be on the road in five hours for work, so I should probably go to bed. <laughs> um, but before we abandon all Mandalorian talk for the foreseeable future, Mike, eh. we have to know. 
I already know, but I want everybody else to know. What were your know. thoughts for? Oh yeah, it's true. What were your thoughts on one? Not not just no. Fuck that. I'm gonna ask you again because I, Spencer <laughs> already knows. I don't. At yeah, what point? I don't even. Uh huh. And how hard did you cry? Now I know the answer, but it might be updated so, since. Well, so I I couldn't cry that hard because uh, I wasn't alone. Um, but I had, I had physical tears, uh, welling up in my eyes and dribbling down the sides. Um, luckily, uh, my dude that we were hanging out with had his back to me, uh, cause he would have gave me endless shit for Greg it. Greg didn't cry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. His back was, he, his back was <laughs> He was probably bawling into his shirt silently. I, I, yeah. I have no, I have the no Samurai way of knowing. does not show his emotions. Yeah, that's right. Uh, his honor. He must save face. High. Um, but yeah, so I was like, there was like a pulse. I was like, oh, that's an X-Wing. I was like, it's Luke or Ezra. And then Q goes, Ezra doesn't fly an X-Wing. I said, so it's Luke. And I said it like to toughen myself up. They're like, man, it's Luke, Mike. Relax. Like, what do you, you know? Yeah. You're totally not surprised. And I was, yeah, I was totally not ready. I just wasn't ready no. for, at all. Like no. every movement every wish of the lightsaber like even without seeing his face i was just like yeah you fucking you kill all those things that like <laughs> symbolically represent your father's loss of humanity when becoming lord vader like fucking rescue the child the child the special child that represents who your father was before he became vader like just fucking uh <laughs> you get your and- own hallway scene that your father got in rogue yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I'll say it again, that hallway scene, man, one of my favorite new additions to the Star Wars universe. Like it's so rad. So, so and good. I this is gonna be the only time I mention him because I mention him all the time. Star Wars theory had a good theory. Um <laughs> that that he thinks in his opinion, because hallway scenes seem to be like the thing now. Because Anakin, right, Hayden has been confirmed for every single episode of the Kenobi show. Whoa! Every episode for the Kenobi show. Every episode. Yeah, he's going to be in it in some capacity. Every episode. Um, He thinks that we're going to get a Darth Vader pre-fight with Obi Wan in the Jedi Temple hallway scene where he's just dropping Padawans, not not the little younglings, but just dropping motherfuckers. Like we'll probably get he'll probably get his own like hallway scene as pre-machine Vader. You know, it's kind of like interject because that's kind of been like the the star wars thing is to like any gray area of time they're trying to fill it in yeah yeah with with the newer stuff with the clone wars cartoons the rebels cartoons like and now with these live action and uh animated series it's like any space of time they can fill in with stuff yeah. so yeah there is a lot of luke uh turned or uh, anakin turned to the dark side pre-vader that we actually didn't see um that could actually add to the emotional uh, weight of their uh, Mustafar, right? Mustafar? Yep. Uh, confrontation? <clears throat> yeah, Mustafar. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Disney intends... Mustafar close, Mustafar. ...on every, every second from when we meet Anakin until Ray says, Skywalker, every second between <laughs> those two moments, they're going to fill in with something and then they'll move on to a different portion of the galaxy, a different time period. They're going to milk yeah. 
these like Spencer says, we've been basically focusing on the same time period, basically since Vietnam War is like the equivalent, you know, of our yeah, time. Yeah. This entire time. They're gonna continue doing that. Like okay, alright, but we got your Luke thing. I wanna know more. Alright. There's also an entire episode that happens before that, which everyone seems to forget. <laughs> more shit <laughs> happened in that episode than just Luke. Um I think that the Mandalorians working together, like, what did you think of, like, the girl squad, essentially? Because I loved it, like, when they're running yeah. through the whole ship. It took me until when they were all in the command room for me to go, oh, shit, there's a girl squad. Like, it didn't even click, because, like, all those characters right, feel like fully realized characters rather than, like, an insert. Uh, or like a stereotype, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's, yeah, right? Uh, and so it's like, oh, cool. Like, I, th- I think that's like a good display of of not only acting, but also character writing and, and pacing and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, they're all, right. I don't think, uh, I, you know, when I think of any of those characters, I don't think of their gender. Uh, if I were to explain who they were to somebody, I wouldn't lead it with, Oh yeah, it's a chick, heavy Republic trooper. No, it's this badass. You know, you know what I mean. Like, right? I can't find the words right now. I just love. No, that, I know exactly that. what you mean. Go yeah. ahead, Spencer. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying. I know right. exactly what you mean. Like, it's yeah, like. What's that? Oh, we're getting a little bit of dialogue interference here. There's lag going on. I can tell. Um. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's like a, a second or two delay. Um, <laughs> but in any case, um, I'll just say my my elevator thing is that that bit when her when her gun is jammed and she's like just beating on it. Granted, the whole dank ferric shit. I don't know, whatever dank ferric. And <laughs> yeah, son of a son of a scum scud pipe or whatever she said. Um. But like she finally just they're like you need help and she just smashes it on the ground and she goes ha ah, think I got it and but like that whole interaction is like everything was so natural like because I'm thinking of when she gets it reloaded she then swings it over the top of the head of of Fennec and Fennec mm-hmm. ducks to make sure she's not sweeping the barrel even though it's a fake gun in you know IRL yeah. in real life. They make sure to stay in, like, in-universe. I'm not going to point this heavy blaster repeating rifle in your face. Right. I'm going to put it, and she ducks, and she swings it over her head, and, you know, and then she just door opens and just, you know, and takes everybody out. But, like, they're dynamic together. They all understand combat, like, organized combat. Whereas, like, Mando, if you remember from when he first meets when they do their initial, like, you know, the Gazanti class uh, cruiser storming the, you know, taking over the ship. Right. Yeah, Mando yeah. is kind of lost in the fray. Yeah. Where yeah, because he's a loner. Yeah, he doesn't know, like, when they all start moving in unison, drawing their guns, you know, shooting, dropping people, he's kind of like, uh, I shoot now, I shoot now, or he's looking around. He doesn't know what's going on. Whereas these four, who have never fought together as a unit, were like, no, we know organized combat. Oh, yeah. You know, like, even... Bo-Katan and Casca bailed off the side. 
like right as the knowing that they would yeah. be able to come back up like holy fuck well you, you know? remember i said that last week where i was like you know when they first jumped off the side i was like that was kind of shitty of them. Like they they just failed yeah, later. and they're taking out all these stormtroopers <laughs> and sure as shit, like six more of them come through the door and they come flying up off the edge and take them all out. Like like they they it's like they know battles. Like they know they know how to organize as a group, even having never worked with each other before. Right. And then again, yeah. that fucking yeah. Darksaber spear fight. I watched there's so many yeah that whole that whole like uh it's very to me at least to me it's all it was all parallels maybe it's just because that's my my Star Wars or whatever is Luke and Vader but that whole episode uh was just it was just gushing uh father son tragic heroic pulses like i don't know that's that was just my reading of it um even yeah even when the the one dark trooper was like beating the hell out of din um i felt like it was uh like again vader and luke like luke not relenting like not giving up right like not going for it um like taking that punishment looking for an opening um yeah i don't know yeah, man, that's, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's just, the, 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 I've watched that episode, like I said, four or five times since last week, you know? Um, four or five times? Yeah, <laughs> I've watched that one episode four or five times, like, just, it's so good, it's so good. Um, I, I've just gotten old, I've watched it once, I'm I'm that old guy now, I, I have to go by memory, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not it's not on it, it's time slot. It only comes on on Fridays at six o'clock. It's <laughs> <laughs> at your fingertips, bro. Streaming, bro. We got this. You can I just know. have the technology. Well, you can just go in. Tyler, do you remember when we first started recording the podcast and I had made a comment where I'm going to go back through and I'm going to watch Mandalorian episodes a million times moving forward? And you're like, are you really like, do you find yourself like. Do you think that you're going to revisit these the same way that you'd revisit a Star Wars movie? I was like, hell yeah. And you said that you weren't going to. Now I'm wondering with season two (laughs) and all of the dope shit that was included with this season, has that changed for you at all? Like, do you think that now you view Mandalorian as a bigger piece of Star Wars and you're inevitably going to have to go through and rewatch it multiple times throughout your life? Or like, how does that Um, play in for you? So... I will um, watch it if, like, for instance, I'm, I'm trying to get my parents to watch it, and they want to watch it. So my stepdad hasn't seen any Star Wars from start to finish, despite the fact he was born in 1976 or whatever. But he, he always says that he is that in-between generation where they were coming out when he was too young to really notice what they were, and by the time they came back out again, he was already in his adulthood and didn't really care for it. He's not a big sure. sci-fi fan anyway. Um <clears throat> But he's a big Western fan, and I told him, you will love Mandalorian just because of how fucking spaghetti Western it is, you know? Hell it's yeah. awesome. It's a space yeah. Western. Um, but he got drunk with his friends, and the, my mom and him, and their <laughs> and their their friend, you know, their friend Tony and Trisha, they're doing, like, a couples thing next week, and he got drunk with them, and somehow they convinced him that while they're on this five-day couples thing, 
that they're going to watch every single Star Wars movie with Ryan and get him caught up. And I was like, what the fuck did they do to get you to do that? He goes, I don't know. I think I was drunk. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, well, you're going to go through with it? And he goes, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. He's like, I, I just haven't, and everyone's talking about it, so I might as well get caught up. Um, that being said, uh, to answer your question, I'll stop deflecting. Um, I want to watch it with them, although I probably won't because when I'm not here all the time, so they'll watch it when they can. My roommates haven't watched it, and I'm gonna, I am gonna. I want to watch it with them because I want to see their you know reactions to it. Um, but I don't think... It's going to be a while before I come back and rewatch the series as a whole or even a season as a whole. Um, it's just this episode because I am so emotionally attached to this fucking episode. Like, right. Luke coming back the way he came back, like, did something to me mentally. Like, I don't know what it is, but every time <laughs> I've seen it now. Flip the switch. It flipped the switch, dude. And so, like, it's not... I I can watch it without tears now, but every time that that fucking prox alarm goes off, I just go, here it comes, here it fucking comes, and I just get goosebumps, I get chills yeah. every time I'm watching that green saber, just looking like it could just it could be fucking Anakin Skywalker under that you know hood, just yep. just working through those things, but like as if he's just like cutting through butter, he doesn't like it's. This is just training exercise. He's running half speed through, but it's so smooth. Yeah. And I think what it is is we're taking the character that I've heard so much about. Like you know, I'm touching back on that, but I haven't seen it. You know, like it's in the books and comics, but Disney said fuck off with that shit, and I didn't grow up with that version of Luke. I grew up with whiny Luke. And then, I mean, revisiting Jedi, because bet your ass after I watched, you know, that episode twice on that Thursday, Friday, early morning, I turned on Jedi immediately. Um, I actually have a bit more respect knowing, but that's the thing, knowing what he becomes now, especially seeing it on screen, I see it now in Jedi, where I didn't see it before. I saw farm boy Luke for three movies, and that's probably my Mm -hmm. fault, you know? Um, Yeah. Even though he's not that. By the time he hits Jedi, he's not that. Yeah. But that's how I always saw him. You know, I want to get Matashi Station. Like, that's in my head every time he <laughs> pops up on screen. Um, but now, like, that episode sure. to me is, like, that's the <laughs> pinnacle. I will go back to that and watch it. I'll watch that episode like it's a, a, a movie of Star Wars, you know. And I think, yeah. Give it a couple of years. Maybe right. We heard that Mando season three is going to be delayed. So maybe right before season three comes out, I'll run back through. Um, it is 16 episodes, which is a lot. You know, it's still at least eight. I think it's like 12 hours. Probably I would assume 12 to 13 hours. Of, yeah. Cause they do like 35 to 45 minutes. And there's episodes. like, and there's like a handful of hour long sprinkled through the two seasons, right. you know? So it's like basically yeah. the, 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 series premiere the season premieres and the finales are an hour ish mm-hmm. but everything else is about 30 35 um but i don't think i'll go back and watch the whole season you know a whole season and like a, i don't think i'll have it like the office where it's just on because i'm gonna want to watch it you know i can't just turn on star wars right. i have to watch star wars yeah um i've tried i have tried oh, to like I... oh, i'll just turn on empire while i clean <laughs> And then now I'm just watching Empire and I'm not cleaning, you know? Yeah. It's. 
I've gotten into the habit of yeah. like turning on a Star Wars movie while I'm at work and trying to just let it play in my pocket. But Have I you always done end up the, watching. Um... <laughs> There's that too. So I always end up not working. Right. Um, have you done the audio thing, the 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 audio narration? Because the audio narration is basically an audio book. They have a what? narrator that describes every scene. Oh wow. And then they have the dialogue that's from the movie. So is you it can for, literally like, turn on the di- people? It's yeah, that's exactly what it's for. So what you can do Sick. is just turn on Disney Plus, go into the audio options on the every episode, and turn on like I think it's audio assist, English audio assist or something like that. And then you get somebody who reads the scroll out to you or the crawl. They they describe every scene, and then it leads right into, um, the the actors their the actors give their lines or whatever, and then the narrator describes the way they were acting and what that you know. So it's almost like listening to the audiobook, but you're it's just the movie, you know. Um, That's sick. I did that I didn't with even know TLJ. That was an option. Yeah, I heard that on Rebel Force Radio, I think. Um, but yeah so anyway Mike you remember a few weeks ago you messaged me I don't Uh know if um, I'll be more specific I promise Um, you said after the Boba Fett came back you're like bro Boba Fett's gonna be the Mandalore blah 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 all that stuff I don't know (laughs) if I responded but I thought to him and I was like I was like nah man he doesn't care about that shit but basically we have him not the Mandalore, but something in my opinion is even better. He's the king of the underground. He's the king of the underworld. He's hell yeah, the head of scum and villainy now. How do you feel about that? Well, you don't know if it's villainy yet. Well, it's That's, you know, it's a it probably That's, isn't, uh, but uh, I think that'll I think that will be the the kicker. There is like. Is Boba Fett gonna be like grimy, or is Boba Fett gonna settle some debts? You right. know, settle some scores, uh, because he's very he he seems at least through what we've seen in the Mandalorian, he's kind of honor bound. He has a he has his own way of doing things, but he's pretty strict with it. You know. Yeah. Um, and Fennec Shand just follows him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. We all, everybody has a Wookiee life debt now. It's a thing. It's a real big thing in Star Wars. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for that to just see like what is it going to be? Is it going to be like contracts, like Boba Fett contracts? You know what I mean? Like right. people coming to him and and almost like a uh, badass Dick Tracy gumshoe kind of thing. You know, right. who are you going to call Boba Fett? You know, I don't know, <laughs> dude. When he sat down on that throne. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was just so excited. It was purely badass. Like it was it's exactly what it was. He walked in. He just looks fucking he just he just he, he looks Okay, his new armor there's something to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not when we saw Boba Fett in Jedi and in Empire it's all scarred. When we saw the armor on, uh, on what's his nuts? Uh, can I remember the character's name? 
Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. It's all beat up. He puts it on. It's all beat up. And then next time we see him, it's all fresh painted. And it was like, yo, there's a different attitude to this Boba they, Fett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they don't even acknowledge the paint. It's just like, here's no. Boba Fett. You look at him. He looks clean as fuck. Like, I mean, this is this is the most yeah. respect you could possibly ever give to that character. Um. Yeah, it's you're right. When when he had his armor painted, it was like a whole new life about him. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, how long did he go in that desert without his armor, and how long did he want it back? He obviously wanted it back enough to chase down the Razor Crest for it to another planet. But yeah, um, yeah, that, that's it, a question that'll need to be definitely. answered, I guess. Um, but yeah, so when like. He walks in, he looks Bib Fortuna right in the face, and then just, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what rumors you heard. He doesn't care. No, just blast her to the chest, walks up. Yeah. Cold, like, And so that's why I say scum and villainy is like, like, I think he has, like you said, Mike, there's a whole new level of like honor to him. Like he is honorable to his word I, is what I think it is, you know? Yeah. He's he would be that that guy where, you know. I didn't say I would kill you, you know. It's like what Mando like did. The guy in the knee, right? Yeah, like what Mando did. He's he's like you. I I promise you will not die by my hand. Yeah, <laughs> and it's right. like very. It's they're essentially Fey. Yeah, if there's a loophole, they'll take it. <laughs> right. How would you? How, what 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 would what would that alignment be? If uh, you're not. If you're lawful to your own code, but your code is not about the law, is that chaotic? Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. That's no, lawful neutral. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the uh, one of the weird workarounds. It's why the alignment system is really clunky. It's clunky? broad strokes. It is. It is clunky. <laughs> no, I just Star Wars joke. McClunky. Sorry. Oh, McClunky. <laughs> oh, how dare you? How fucking dare you? Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's lawful neutral with if you squint a little if you squint a little it's, well, it's like we were talking the other day in the the chat with our buddies you know it's like well killing is evil as far as uh you know premeditated murder is murder murder is bad yeah. you know killing in self defense eh you know what boba fett does kind of evil you know right unless he brought more people back alive you know what i mean it's legal you know, it's like there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of hemming and hawing and hand wringing when it comes to, but like, laws don't have to abide by morality, you know. Yeah, laws don't have to be good or or yeah. bad. They're just the law. Yeah, exactly. So you know, the laws yeah. are there to benefit whatever the current governing system is. So now, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. building on that with Boba Fett now being in charge of the current. I'm just going to use the the blank category term, the scum and villainy governmental system. I mean, you can do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On there's Tatooine, a, at least, there was yeah. a power vacuum <laughs> on Tatooine that somehow Bib Fortuna filled, and Boba Fett said, "Yeah, all right, you can go ahead and leave chat now. You're a joke. Like, what are you? You know, I'm I'm Boba Fett. You know, fucking." Get the fuck out of here! You're in my chair. What are you doing? I right. like yeah, how they that didn't name even take carries a lot of weight. 
What'd you say? That name carries a lot of weight. Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, The his, his armor carries the weight. You know, like, the mm-hmm. second he walked in, keep you know, Bib Fortina hasn't, hasn't seen this guy in five or six years, depending on who you ask, you know? I, I believe Favreau said that this is five years after Jedi, right? So he hasn't seen him okay. in roughly five years. One, first of all, Okay, Bib, who are you asking? I thought you were dead. You know, I heard rumors. How did you survive? He was on the yacht, I thought, when it blew up, <laughs> wasn't he? Like, we never see him I die. Don't, I don't know. But I'm pretty yeah. sure he's on the yacht, and then they, you know, it blows up. So did yeah. he just jump off? <laughs> like, he, you know? threw, he grabbed one of the weak way, and it ate the shrapnel. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, like... When Boba walks down, like he doesn't even have to talk, which is what I think was um, to bring it back to uh, earlier in the episode. It's like so when he walks down the stairs, repainted or not doesn't matter, but repainted armor. Bib Fortuna's like, "Oh shit, that's Boba Fett," and he knows he's fucked. Obviously, that's why he's trying to act like he's like, "Oh hey, I, I thought you were dead," you know. Um, but earlier. Bo-Katan and Casca Reeves, they don't acknowledge him until he speaks. And both of them recognize the clone voice. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And and I think Bo-Katan... So I had a theory on this, and I don't know if I talked about it last week, but... um, No, I talked about it with my coworker. So she... My theory is that, like, I think she hasn't, because I was asked by my buddy, uh, my 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 coworker, my friend, my other friend, Mike, different Mike. I have like seventeen friends, Mike. Um, he said something to the effect of, "Do you think that she just doesn't like clones?" And I said, "Well, no. I think it's actually more so they didn't like Jango Fett. So." if you remember the clone wars now everything gets retconned right but in clone wars at the time anyway clone wars uh we talked about it the uh uh what's his name can't remember his name but the prime minister of mandalore was like yeah no all those warrior mandalorians we sent them off to the moon the concordia moon and they uh they've been exiled and they're dead you know they died out a long time ago and then obi-wan's like what about this jango fett and he goes, Jango Fett is no nothing more than a common bounty hunter. We don't know how he got that armor. But his attitude was like, if you think about it in the context of, okay, we know that the warrior type Mandalorians aren't dead because they're still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they ha- they're trying to put on this facade of pacifist Mandalorians, and then there's this dude who we do know in in legends was at one point the Mandalore, and now this chain code being on. Jango Fett or Boba Fett's armor that has now been translated by Redditors basically suggests that they're acknowledging the canon where Boba or Jango Fett became the Mandalore. Like, you could see how they'd be like, oh, we don't know who this guy is. He's an asshole wearing our armor because if they acknowledge that they know who he is, then they're giving up their own lie that the warrior Mandalorians are still around and probably, right. you know, it's giving them a bad name. So with that in mind, when Boba Fett survives or is is running around in his father's armor as a bounty hunter, in their minds, like, that's still, you know, he's given a bad name to Mandalorians by running around killing people for money, possibly, you know. And so, like, when 
when Bo-Katan hears the voice at the very, you know, and I think weren't, were the clones involved after Order 66 in trying to take over Mandalore? With I mean, probably the Empire. See, this is what I was going to say. They were useful. I was going to say maybe she recognizes their voice because she's bitter because even though the clones helped in the original Siege of Mandalore from Maul, they could have assisted the Empire in retaking Mandalore once uh, Bo-Katan was Mandalore. Right. Yeah. Um Right, because she said, <clears throat> what she say? She said, I've heard your voice a thousand times, you know? And, like, so she's yeah. clearly commenting on the fact that, you know, you're just a clone. But then she does specifically say, when he says, this father was my, this, this armor was my father's, she says, don't you mean your donor? So, whew. Yeah, that was a great, yeah, that was so a good. great dig. But it also so kind good. of means, like, it kind of insinuates she might know that that's Boba Fett. But at the same time, she does know that Jango Fett was the, you know, the base for all of the clones. So she might just assume like, yeah, you might consider him your father, but he's just, you know. So, so wait a second. In Legends, Jango Fett was the Mandalore and Boba Fett was the Mandalore? I don't know. Yeah. So Jango Fett. Now, I've said I've said this before, I think, and I, I nobody's, you know, sent us an email to say that we're wrong. So. If I'm not speaking out of turn here, Django Fett's family, mom and dad, real mom and dad, he's not a Mandalorian, he's a foundling, because his mom and dad, I think his dad was a bounty hunter, and somebody, I can't remember if it was Mandalorians or not, basically walked up into their house, blasts his parents in the face, but before they get killed, his dad tells him to run, so he takes off. He ends up running, 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 and runs into this guy named Jaster. I don't remember his first name. His last name is Jaster, and I believe at the time he's the Mandalore. And Jaster adopts him, and that becomes his stepdad. And he teaches him the way of the the Mandalorians. Because he's adopted, he is now a foundling. He's the Mandalorian. He's the son now, adopted, stepson, but still the son of Jaster, and then takes on the throne of Mandalore after Jaster gives it up. Now, I don't know if he dies or, or what, but then Jango Fett becomes, he becomes the Mandalore. And then I think at some point he gives it up or it's taken from him and he goes off to be a bounty hunter. So um, I'm not sure how much of that that they're keeping um canon or making canon but in that chain code that he pops up on his arm the people who know how to translate that shit translated it and it's all broken up in pieces but the pieces that they have you can see it says mentor jast and then a cutoff for boba fett and it says father Django, and i and it says i think it says foundling or something or he says his father was a foundling, but it says oh his home it says home concordia which is the moon so yeah. Boba Fett is, you know, grew up on the Concordia moon where we know the warrior race basically was exiled to. And his father's Jango Fett, we know that. But then it says mentor is Jast. And that's why everyone's like, oh, shit. Well, that was Jango's, you know, in one version of Legends, that was Jango's yeah. adopted father. And right. Jango became the Mandalore at one point. So if I'm remembering that correctly from what I heard, 
that's a potential line that they could go because then in theory, Boba would have a, he, Boba has basically a right to the throne as much as Bo-Katan does in a sense, yeah, yeah. you know? And so there's a potential like Game of Thrones, you know, mashup coming when the Boba Fett series is done and Mandalorian season three is over or whenever they want to do that, because that's going to be interesting to go that route. I wouldn't doubt it, man. There, everything, everything's kind of looking like the the Filoni verse is doing the MCU shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of these shows popping up around the same time period. There, and I, I, I don't know if it was a if it was like a rumor or what or a theory, but it sounded like at some point I heard there, there a potential, um, the the an, like a potential intention of bringing all of these storylines to a head together like Marvel did with the MCU. And Favreau. I wonder, I wonder if Boba's even going to want shit. to... Right. I, I wonder if Boba's even going to want to uh, go after the title of Mandalore considering he's now king shit down on Tatooine. But how long can you be king shit on Tatooine before it gets boring? And and really, yeah. what's king shit on Tatooine? I mean, come on. I hate sand. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I but mean, I mean, like, really, though, know, like, Boba Tatooine is a, lived is... in the sand for five years after the Sarlacc pit. It looked yeah, like I just he was a fucking it's... Tuscan Raider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he was rough in it. But, like, mm-hmm. there really isn't... There aren't metropolises... On Tatooine, it's not a bustling uh, trade port. It's the it's the big stop on the outer rim, but like that's it. If people know it because it's Tatooine, how are you going to disrespect uh, Mos Eisley? Clearly, like isn't that. very easily. You've seen Mos Eisley. <laughs> it is a shithole. <laughs> you are you are the person defending Newark to New York. Like that's <laughs> there you go. Right, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> That's an East Coast. That's an East Coast reference right there too. East Coast, yeah, like yeah. Um, it's not. Oh, uh, sorry. Not okay. So, none. Neither of you have seen the behind the scenes for season two yet. I have only seen the first half. I'm assuming, Mike, you haven't seen that yet. Okay, no, I'm, I haven't seen anything. Okay, um, you'll see it when it's in there. Um, I didn't get to because I've only watched like they 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 kind of have like five minutes five, 10 minutes about every episode. I think it's just over an hour mm-hmm. long. And um, they talk uh, about the first episode. So I think Mike, we were talking about the, uh, the crate dragon, the last time you were on here and, yeah, yeah. and you were like, but it's like, what is it? Just a big old fucking snake. You know, now we never like mm-hmm. turns out that that motherfucker is actually 650 feet long and it has eight legs. All we saw was its neck. Oh wow! So in the concept art or the 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 actual three D imaging, you'll see it when you watch it. It has like eight legs underneath the sand, and what it does is it uses like a sonic wave to like liquefy the sand around it so it can move through it. And all <laughs> we saw was just like its neck. We never saw its body because it's so big and it's under the ground, and that's why it moves so fast. It's because it's massive mm. and it liquefies the sand. So that's insane. Um, of course, that's type of shit. That's like. I, you know, you hate having to learn about that stuff off the main canon screen or like, but it's still cool to know, like, actually, it's not a, it's not a tremor, you know, it's not a, not a graboid. It's yeah, a, not a graboid. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a giant 
thing. So I think the the guy who was working on the the um, the design of it, like they were having fun thinking of ideas, and it was like you see the skeleton of it in New Hope, but that's all they had to go off of, and they came up with the idea, like they wanted it to have legs because you don't see the legs in the skeleton; you just see the spine basically and the right. skull. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if that was like a baby? And as they get bigger and as they survive longer, they begin to grow legs. So by the time it gets to the size that we saw it in Mando, it's full grown at 650 feet and has eight fucking legs. And at first, I guess it started out at 150 feet long. And then as they kept like working with John Favreau and they were like working on it and like adding stuff to it, it ended up coming out to a 650 foot massive lizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really cool, but there's a lot of really neat behind the scenes shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get to the last half because I want to know how much they talk about Luke, you know, what they had to do and how much Mark had to do with it. And there was a, they actually talked about, not in the thing, the actor who played Luke's body. He was a guy who played in, his name's like Max something or other. I know that's not helpful. But anyway, he like star, he like had a cameo appearance and like Supernatural and stuff like that. Um he kind of does look like Luke, but it's not like Sebastian Stan like we were maybe thinking. Um, but I was going to go somewhere with that. Oh, yeah. So bringing it back to Luke. Um, Spencer brought it up to me. Mike, did you hear that there are people who are actually mad at the episode saying bringing back Luke was too much fan service? And other people were actually saying that bringing back Luke overshadowed the moment between Din and Grogu. Yeah, I... I really do my best to not uh, pay attention to people who are dumb. That's, That's probably smart. <laughs> you know, because like, so we all we all have opinions, but not everybody isn't an idiot. You right. know what I mean? You know, do you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel uh, what you're saying. some people are really dumb, and they happen <laughs> to like Star Wars. Like, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. Not everyone in the fandom is intelligent. No, I'm just, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being rude. Um, no, I don't know. Like everybody, it's it's like everything. Uh, what is that? Parasocial relationships or whatever. It's when people like fall in love with not real things or not real people. Uh, Story because of my they, life, in other words. They could, they yeah, they can. Cons- you consume enough of something that like it becomes a real. A reality and, and like a part of your identity super paraphrasing or whatever uh but anyway yeah like so everybody has their own their own star wars or whatever um and that's why we have such like polarized opinions on you know the mandalorian and the sequel trilogy and the the prequel trilogy and even the original trilogy like the cartoons like all of it you know um everybody just like loses their mind because like they have this thing that how it should be. And then when it's not, it upsets them. Like what, you know, a lot of the shit that they retcon to make the sequel trilogy, like as an older, older, I'm fucking 33, whatever. (laughs) Uh, as a fan of the older, the original trilogy and, and such, uh, and, and the expanded universe stuff that upset me. Um, but like what we have on screen is Star Wars. So like shut up. You know what I mean? Like I don't you don't have to like it. Right. Uh find find the stuff that you can like. Uh 
like we were uh we were camping a couple weeks ago and um my one me and my one buddy were philosophizing over booze at a campfire um talking about how things are bad and i was like yeah but they're not though um you you're you're looking for bad so that's why you're finding it you know um the the sequel trilogy the prequel trilogy uh they're not bad um but there are bad things in them uh the mandalorian isn't bad but there are bad things in them in in it yeah uh you know clone wars like all of it like there's stuff that uh what is that uh objectively or subjectively i forget i always switch those around but uh, from from your standpoint from your opinion of what you like yes there's going to be bad subjective there's yeah subjective there's going to be bad stuff you know like i don't like uh the sequel trilogy uh almost at all um but there's a lot of beautiful beautiful shit in it that i it's just i eye candy for me um there's a bunch of shit in the first season of the mandalorian that i was like that i just wasted a half an hour you know um but when you take your head out of your ass you just enjoy the things you like and ignore the stuff you don't like you know (laughs) right yeah so i liked i liked luke i liked luke because i didn't like the last time i saw luke because the luke i knew was a badass you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I got to see Luke Skywalker be a badass again. Uh, and it was like, all right, cool. And there was actually, there was like an article I read just the other day where they were like, this actually makes the Luke in the sequel trilogy better. Um, because you you get a uh, an expansion on the Luke that fell. Mm-hmm. You you get to see more of, of the Luke before he, uh, you know, ran away. Um, that's the Luke that we knew, the Luke that would never give up. So what happened in the 20 years or whatever between that? Well, I'll tell you what happened. You go back and listen to my Thursday theories number two from a few weeks back, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way of putting it because I was was thinking like – and I'm glad you said that because initially – like, and I told both of you. And I brought it up on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. After watching, my initial reaction after watching that season finale was like, sequel trilogy Luke can literally go fuck off now. Because Luke wouldn't, this this Luke Skywalker wouldn't have run from anything, right? And so like, no. to me, it, for up until you just mentioned that, to me it made Luke and the sequels worse. But you bringing that up does kind of add like a, we need if this is what Luke Skywalker is at his pinnacle, right? Or maybe not even at his at his you know peak yet. What the fuck happened that made him basically, for lack of a better term, a, a coward? You know, what transition, like what forced him into that? And that actually, when you bring that up, makes it actually more interesting. And now I want to know. Now I want to see. Like, yeah. Show me how you know, bad Ben Solo turning to the dark side really fucked him up. You know, I let, show me that. And I and I think that's the. So like my my critical eye of the of the sequel trilogy is the lack, the lack of that type of stuff, because right. they were picking up from the original trilogy. They I felt like they just needed to spend more time developing, uh, 
the original trilogy, they didn't need to. Is in Meteor Res, it was just in the middle of everything. Just it was going. Um, but that doesn't mean you can keep doing that when you when you've already established things. You have to build on them. And if you're going to change things, you have to build that change uh, to keep the audience uh, uh, that suspension of disbelief to like keep them into it. So like everybody was going in with all the preconceived notions. That's what people do. So that's, you know, the people that got upset, like they have every right to be upset. Uh, you just can't change it. It's just what it is, what it is, which is a shitty saying, you know, but that's just what happens. I, I think to be critical of things that you love is uh, like it, it, for me, it makes me love it more when I can dissect something, the minutia, the grit, the crunch of it. That's, that's what makes me love it. Um, you know, riffing on the, the sequel trilogy for the past couple of years has actually made me love Star Wars more because I've, I've re, uh, redefined what I love about Star Wars and what I don't. And I just consume the stuff that I like. You know, it's like going to a buffet. You don't have to eat oysters if you don't like oysters. Go get the fucking chicken nuggies. Like, that's what they're there for. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's 10 now, bucks. Now, just be happy. Quick. You know? I In the last week, okay. I've kind of come to a... Uh, I saw this thing, and it was a notion to make the sequel trilogy Legends. To say... Here's a fun thing that yeah. could have happened in a Star Wars universe, but essentially erasing it from canon. Now, with the perspective that The Mandalorian has given us, specifically on the sequel trilogy, is that something that you guys would be interested in as far as like opening the door to, hey, we're going to create a project, but it's going to be a non-canon project? Because that, that could even open like what-if type movies, like Marvel what-if type movies or, or series for the star Wars universe. I, well, that's what Darth I, you know, Wall if you would have asked me is, a few weeks ago, I would have said, comic. hell no. What was that? That's what Darth Maul coming back was. That was a dart. That was a what if comic. Yeah. And then it was warped that's, into no, like canon. literally. Yeah. And then they made it Canon, like the robot legs and everything. That was a what if comic. Yeah. They did that. They've already done it, you know? They've made something that was <clears throat> specifically not canon, canon now. And you want to talk about But I'm saying service. taking something... Darth Maul surviving? I'm saying taking something that's Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah, Spence, I know oh, what you're 100%. saying. Um, okay. Um, trying to think. Okay, so here... I would say... Um, because, like, you're saying, Spencer, is like... That whole, like, oh, here's something that could have happened. I, you guys both know, right? You guys know me. I thrive in that what-if pocket. Like, <laughs> my favorite thing. I have a section of our podcast is called Thursday Theories because I love that what-if pocket. Um, up in, So here's the thing. When I when I sit before the podcast, when I was, like, saying, you know, whatever, the sequels can go away, Um then when you say make them legends, my instinct is to pull back on that. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But if you think about it, because my initial thought is like, oh, those people worked so hard on that only to take it away. But then, okay, a few things with that thought process. Because I know that's a, that's a common thought, a, a common thread is like all the time and effort spent by all the actors, producers, all this shit, whatever. The 
concept of that can kind of shut up because Disney did that to every piece of work done that was expanded universe all the time, money and effort spent on all those comics and books yeah. and shit. They, they basically Absolutely. threw it to the wayside um, because they wanted to create their own, which they had every right to do given the fact that it was their license at that point. They owned it. You know what? We don't have sure. to agree with it, but they had the right to do it. Right. Um, that being said, they, and I did the math on this the other day. Cause I was trying to, I was trying to think of counterpoints to my point of, you know, the amount of work put into it and using their own shit against them is one thing, which that's clearly what they did to what is now known as legends is the, you know, the expanded universe in and of itself is enough to say you can, you can make the sequel trilogy legends because if you were able to do that to decades worth of, of work, you can do that to five, five years worth of movies, you know? Um, but I actually don't care anymore about the, the money side of it. They made all of their money back. Not just talking about budgeting. Disney with the three movies, the sequel trilogy alone, made back the four billion that they fucking bought, bought it out from George. So yeah. that being said, everybody got paid for their work, thinking completely capitalist here. Nobody gives a fuck what happens to it now. You got your money. Now let's put it on the shelf. You tried. You tried. And it didn't work. And you know what? That's okay because it's still there and you're still going to get paid on it every time someone clicks play or anytime someone clicks buy. But let's just admit that, hey, it's just not working out. We're going to move in a different direction. You know, like I, I wouldn't be mad if, if Disney's like, sorry, we're going to we're going to ignore it now. See, I, I think um, I think there is there is a power in silence there's a power in absence um i don't think it needs to be decanonized i think and you know this is going to be on the internet until the internet explodes so people can yell at me uh if i ever get a twitter at me bro um (laughs) they're never gonna make anything in the sequel trilogy universe they're just not they're not going to expand upon that universe there's nothing there's nothing there there's no need to not canonize it or to decanonize it right sure you know what i mean cuz the 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 reason we're still you know 5 years after the original trilogy we're going far back like we have like what five, four, five? Hmm. yeah five shows right now that are going to be Right after the original trilogy, oh yeah, like, yeah, still close enough. Ahsoka, you know the I mean? Rangers, like, uh, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, you know, yeah, Obi Wan, Obi Wan, like, yeah. Uh, where's all? Where's all the sequel trilogy stuff? If if that was their baby, we wouldn't like. Maybe we would still get the Mandalorian and stuff like that, but we would be filling in that space just like the expanded universe did when the original trilogy came out. Sure. It's not there. Right. Ray would have my... her own show. Not Ahsoka. Yeah. There'd be there'd be yeah. a Ray show. There'd be a a a, a Palpatine uh, you know, with Plagueis and stuff like that to kinda like bring everything together 
to expand on the story that they tried to tell, there would be the fall of Luke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Jedi Fallen Academy mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Uh, there would be the Knights of Ren. We don't have it. Maybe we. Maybe there's some comic books out there, and I know the books touch on a lot more than the than the movies did, but it's 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 not there. That's um, a good point. I didn't think about that. So, like, it's almost like and I don't decanonizing by just almost pretending like it didn't happen. Yeah, if it if it was really good, and it's, you're allowed to like it, I'll say it a thousand times. Like, I don't think less of anybody for liking them. I I'm drafted not Force than Awakens. I had all yeah. of the fucking <laughs> shit. At my fingertips, yeah. I picked the Force Awakens. Yeah, you know, you know? Uh, so it's like, um, but like a good movie is a good movie, and a bad movie is a bad movie, and it's okay. There's still good parts in a bad movie. There's still bad parts in a good movie. You know, everything isn't. I just watched the new Wonder Woman movie for Christmas. Oh, don't say uh, anything with Q and, <laughs> and Bridget. Um, it's it's great, but it's not great. Ugh. That's all I could say. <laughs> I, I really I liked cried. the first I one. Cheered I'm up. excited. <coughs> yeah, I got all I got all teary eyed when I was supposed to. Um, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. But nobody sucks for liking it or not liking it. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so an, an interesting thing that I've heard. But like, fuck you, fuck you, you fucking idiots. No. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you're okay. you, you can like it. <laughs> fuck you, but you can like it. Yeah. Um, you can like it, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Your mom likes Star Wars. Um, yeah. <gasps> the uh, one of the things I've heard from people who don't like Star Wars, the sequel trilogy, rather, that don't like the sequel trilogy, is still an interest in seeing. Luke and young Ben Solo. That's like a thing that is out there. Like people, people who have, I have heard say the sequels don't exist in my canon also said I, but I want to see that Luke and Ben show, you know? And so it's like, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Um, it would be because like, Right. And Mike and I have had plenty of conversations about how if you could just take everything, if you could take the, for the most part, if you could take the Kylo Ray storyline and just separate everything else out of it, it's beautiful. Sure. But when you have everything else, and mostly we, when we talk about that, mostly TLJ, like the TLJ shit, like the, the, the Ray Kylo stuff in TLJ was great, but like the rest of it is what causes everybody to have, you know, it, it really divided the fan base into a lot of different categories where before it was like you had your Boba Fett hardcore fans and you had your, you know, Bosk hardcore fans, but they all liked star Wars and they still liked Boba Fett and, Bo- you know, like there's all these different, you know, categories, but like right. with the sequel trilogy, like, like to Mike's point, it's like, if, <clears throat> if it was truly as good as they thought it was going to be, or if they loved it as much as they, we thought that they did, we'd be seeing more expansion on it, not a complete ignoring. Like they, they didn't go five years before the sequels. They went five years after the original trilogy. They're doing things a couple, like five years before the original trilogy. They're doing shit 200 Bro. years before episode one. 
you know, oh, they're they're on their third Clone Wars show. <laughs> yeah, they're expanding upon the clone. Like, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I kind of want to stop talking about the sequels because we talk about it so much. I mean, not that I don't want to not talk about the sequels. I I want to talk about everything that is Star Wars. You know, I'm gonna um, acknowledge and if they the made fact, Legend. I'm gonna acknowledge the fact that before the show started us three were talking and we're like let's just get all the sequel bashing out now <laughs> let's say everything negative yeah. we need to say and i was like <laughs> we did this you last know, week too. inevitably it comes into the conversation and sure as shit i thought i was thinking about are. that like 20 minutes ago when you yeah i was thinking about you saying that like how it, it makes its way in and it's like yeah. it, but so and i think it would do us it would do us a favor if they just decanonized it because our show is called their only legends and all we talk about is fucking canon so if they could make that legends then we could talk about it and it would be right to our show um but um it's a legend that they were good movies oh <laughs> what's the difference between a legend and a lie though <laughs> <laughs> if you believe the person telling you oh there you go that's right oh yeah. my god that's so good um Okay, and one of the other things, uh, before we pivot off of Mandalorian, um, I don't know if you guys watched it, and I can send you guys the link, or you could just Google it. Um, somebody did a deep fake on uh, the Mando season finale. Like, some fan just did a deep with fake Luke. with Mark Hamill from Jedi. Yeah. With Luke, and it looks it. better than what Disney did. <laughs> It does. Well, that's it's the like fucking really theme. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these, of these course, with low deepfakes. budget, these low budget fan deepfakes look better than these multi million dollar animation studios. Like you're telling me, ILM can't run a deepfake? Like, that's insane. Like I don't, I don't understand that, bro. And I was talking about this. Like I've talked on this multiple times. I think I was talking about it last week specifically with Rogue One. Like, why aren't we using deepfake? Yeah. You literally take, you take a computer with four graphics cards, and because I looked it up, because I wanted to like, I was like, oh, that'd be cool to like to get into deep, because I got that um, like a it's called the Reface app. I somehow got suckered into spending seven bucks on like a year long membership, and now Russia has all my my face and everything. Right. So anyway, um, but I was you know adding my face to these Jack Sparrow uh things, and it looked <laughs> hilarious, and it was awesome. And yeah. I was like, that'd be really cool if I could do this. I looked into it. It's expensive. You literally yeah. need a computer that can process shit so fucking fast with like four graphics cards. And then it still takes like two weeks for the yeah. AI program to learn to all the, the movements background. and what everything looks yeah. like. So keep in mind, somebody, some fan within a week compiled a better deep fake of Luke Skywalker than, than yeah. Disney did. And, and I know we said, I, I said specifically like, you know what? I recognize there were some flaws with the way Luke looked, but I don't care because if it was just awesome to see him back and I still stand by that. But, to, but, too. but when you find, when you find out that some fan created a better looking Luke than the people who created Luke and have yeah. millions and millions of dollars at their disposal, it's like, Come on. At this point, you can't help but opinion, throw your hands like, in the air right. and be like, dude, like, come on. Like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> um, but like with with. I I think, in my opinion, the re- like Mark Hamill got a credit. I've heard that Mark Hamill was on the set again. I haven't seen the last half of the behind the scenes. So with the, I might, you know, we might learn more. I heard he was there. 
that they worked on it, that this has been under wraps for a year. They kept the whole, the secret for a whole year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that this was the attempt to not the attempt, the, 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 I believe it was very successful. Like whether or not we, I don't care if we get a Luke show. I'm happy we had Luke in that episode. What this did was it went the Luke Skywalker that you saw in the last Jedi. He exists, but that's not going to be the last time you see Luke Skywalker. The last time we see Luke Skywalker was in his prime. The last time we see him, you know, we got to see Luke on screen, kicking ass, taking names. And it, it was like the chaser. It was the refresher. It was like, okay, that's Luke Skywalker. I can rest with that. That being said, if they're going to move forward, don't even bother with the deep fake. Sebastian stands fine. Somebody who looks similar to him. That's fine. I don't have to have it be Mark Hamill's face to know that's Luke Skywalker. The same way I I don't have to have Ashley Eckstein be Ahsoka to know that Rosario Dawson's still Ahsoka. Sure. You know? Because or that guy that played Han Solo in that movie that sucks. Hey man, well, I like what? Solo. <laughs> Hold on. Is that your actual opinion? I'm not going to fight I, you I on your li- opinion. I didn't I didn't like Solo. I like Solo looks good, but I don't I was like I didn't I was like, I don't know why I'm watching this. Oh yeah, Solo. Darth Maul and uh, that Daisy or uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, uh, fucking! I blanking on her name. Wow, the hot girl the from Three Way Mental Blocker. Chick from right Game here. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no! Stop, stop, stop! Yeah, Nobody I watched Google the movie. It. She was a nanny. I just love her. her. I just, she's great. I'm not googling anything. Kira. I'm not googling anything. No, Kira's uh, Amelia Clark. Yeah. Well, Kira's her name. Clark. Uh, there we go. Amelia Clark. Yeah. yeah. She's All wonderful. Right. She's a great actor. Thanks for actor. listening, guys. Uh, uh, we'll catch you next week on their own. <laughs> we, we just sat here with people screaming at us. Anyway, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I just didn't. So, all right. So, like, you know, we have to take the step back. I love Rogue One. So, like, I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I I love it's a great Rogue movie. One front to back. Um. But that's because it's beautiful. I think the pacing's nice pretty decent acting uh it's it's a nice neat little package um the the solo movie is like the same argument we had with the prequel trilogy it's like i just really didn't need it sure yeah, that's I, fair i like i liked han solo ridge tridge into the sequel trilogy like that like that was good like i thought han solo in the sequel trilogy even i was like that's great he gets killed by his son it's terrible but it's great you know what i mean it's yeah. like he did whatever he could do to save his son. Like, that's awesome. That Han Solo, the guy that didn't care about anybody, made a family out of this scruffy-looking nerf herder and his sister. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's Han Solo. And you get to see this this young Han Solo, and you're like, all right, cool. It doesn't add or take away. I, I guess that's my thing. It's like, it's it's always adding. Sure. You, sh- you should be adding. You shouldn't be filling in. You shouldn't just be filler, and it, it felt like filler. I uh, I agree with that I, to a like point. Like my defense of Rogue One would be like it. Yeah, it adds it added weight. Like you don't. We didn't need Rogue Rogue One, but it added weight to a simple line in one of the movies. It's like, oh man, that was heavy. They all fucking die, guys. Yeah. It's a Star Wars movie. It's space fantasy opera. Everyone fucking died (laughs) you know like that's awesome uh from to me you know sure um but like han solo it's like all right well i know 
I know he grew up rough. I, you know, like that's you just it's character reading. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a tough guy. He's seen some shit. Um, he has trouble trusting people. He has trouble loving. And then he gives up on everybody and then he comes back because there is family. There is friends. He's not going to turn his back on them. You know what I mean? That's why when he fucking cleans those shitheads off of Luke, you, everybody is like, yes, they're fucking back. You know, like he's not giving up on them. They're yes. You yeah. know, uh, that's what makes that moment. Um, I don't need to know why he's a tragic fucking hero. I already saw it. <laughs> you know, like I, I yeah, totally get what you're saying. People that he loves. The, the reason I do like solo is just because even though it doesn't, it doesn't add anything essential, like not at all. Um, it was a great platform for its own standalone thing. Uh, I didn't have a problem with Han Solo being recasted. I mean, it's it's going to happen. Uh, but you're right. It doesn't do anything to essentially drive the plot. Like Rogue One at least gives us like, okay, we, we knew that there was spies that extracted Death Star plans, beamed them up to this uh, Carillion cruiser, and boom, we're at the start of A New Hope. But this kind of gives, like, the dramatic context. Rogue One, I'm talking about, gives the context of, like, what these people actually gave up in order to make this happen so that you know by the time that those plans are in the hand hands of Princess Leia and, and you're starting A New Hope, you just saw, and it's so fresh with you, like, dude, the actual effort it took to get those plans into her hand and get it to that droid, like so many people gave their lives it was incredible incredible mission han solo like the solo story really was kind of it's its own standalone thing it was you know oh here's han solo he grew up on the streets of Corellia. he was you know hot wiring cars and trying to escape with his chick like i i do love solo there are other things I would have liked to see shaping who Han Solo is now, or even other things that I personally would have found interesting too. I would have liked to have seen him more in the Imperial Academy and, Mm -hmm. and kind of challenging himself to find that balance of like, cause he seems to get himself out of a lot of situations using his mouth. Like he's kind of a smart ass. So it gets him out of situations, but also gets him into situations. Um, Mm -hmm. We know from deleted scenes and just from him saying like i got kicked out of the uh was it the naval academy for having a mind of my own so they put him in infantry and it's like okay you know this goes with what i say like the best star wars happens off screen um i I get what you're saying as far as like it doesn't necessarily do anything to drive the plot i liked uh i forget the beckett uh woody harrelson's character i kind of like that i I like the uh the whole emphysness thing it it introduced a lot of things that i would still like i would love to see a sequel to and i'm hoping that we might get with the lando show but the whole uh you know showing maul like that was a badass in itself but i want to see more of that i want to see kira work with maul in its own thing even though i don't know how that would include solo but Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like you, you're totally have your right to. here to, to saying like, yeah. I'm not going to watch this shit. It's just kind of filler for me. Like I, I totally get yeah. that. I'll hmm. watch it. Cause it's star yeah. Wars. Like if I could put it on, I'm going to have opinions on it though. Sure. That's really, <laughs> you know, so I'm just going to, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to talk shit. That's, I don't know. <laughs> Especially if you like something, you can't talk shit. Yeah. If you can't talk shit on something you like, you don't like it that much. Right. You know what I mean? Like you got to know it's silly. It's a fucking space opera. We Man, love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say something blasphemous. Out of it. I watched A New Hope yesterday, 
There's a lot of shit to talk about that movie, bro. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the no more like top tier Star Wars content I get introduced to when I go back and I watch the OT, like okay, fuck. We're not oh, going to go bro. down this road, but like I love the OT, so just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> that movie's kind of fucking rough, bro. To like to look at the sequel trilogy and like yeah, we're going to move. I, I don't really know what we have to move on to, so I'm just going to ramble. Trivia, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, looking at the sequel OT and being like, oh, like, you know, looking at Finn's character development or lack thereof or, like, you know, looking at writing choices for Daisy Ridley and shit, go watch the fucking – I want, like, go watch the original trilogy, sit there and tell me, like, this makes sense to you and this is the best they possibly could do with this. Like, there's there's – there's room to criticize even the things that you love. You 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 can be critical of something and still love it. Like you can hold it to that high standard. And I've said this a thousand times. Um but yeah. Well, it's also the the writing style and the filming style changes. Sure. You you know what I mean? And so like the sensibilities that essentially like, you know, the three of us grew up on um is a lot like bigger and faster. Um, and that's not, you try to watch, like, watch old 70s movies, man. Mm-hmm. They're boring. Oh, yeah. Like, they really are, unless you love it, unless you really want to watch it, because we're just used to, you know, give us the beats. Give us, oh, that's a good guy? That's a bad guy? What's blowing up? Yeah. All right, who's he going to lose? We're, we've retold, uh, especially in, in American cinema, we've retold the same heroic story mm-hmm. the same the same three act structure you know the same 12 beats so many times yeah. that we're just like yeah whatever like i you know it within the opening crawl and 10 minutes into the movie you're like oh 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 all right cool i'm yeah. here i know i'm all caught up i don't need anything but For like sure. i, I forgot day, what comedian they, it was there's a comedian that has a whole spiel on that and he's comparing harry potter to star wars where it's like, <laughs> you know, an orphaned boy who lives with his aunt and uncle who uh, discovers he has magical powers and he goes off to, you know, with some old fucking wizard to learn how to use these powers and he fights this inexplicable, mysterious, dark figure. Like, all these different parallels. And, like, it really does make you think, like, they they're, they tell the same stories over and over again. Well, and, yeah, uh, it's easy to tell the same story when you copy it, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's speaking exactly. of Harry that's Potter... I was listening to RFR and they were yeah. talking about the tie-in between the dark saber and the elder wand. Yeah. So, um, and I had, I listened to the same one and I commented to you about it. Um, when it, so, okay. Yeah. So, but that's not just, so when I was watching it, right. When I, when, when there were, when Moff Gideon's making the whole thing about, Oh, you know, it's, you know, the, the saber is yours because you want it in battle and you can't, you can't be given to her until, she wins it in battle. Like I watched it and I go, Oh, that reminds me of the elder wand from Harry Potter. Like it reminds me of it. Right. Because whatever. And so, uh, I heard that on the podcast. I remember like watching the Mandalorian having to wait all day and no one else had seen it. And I had to keep it all to myself. Um, (laughs) and I kept, I thought to myself, I wanted to bring it up to my coworker, Mike, because he's a massive Harry Potter nerd. He has a golden snitch tattoo on his arm that says snitches get stitches. Um, <laughs> he's getting he's getting a wand, and the he's elder a wand tattoo. Year old virgin. He's a what? 
What, what'd you say? I said he's a 50-year-old virgin. <laughs> Kinda. He's a 44-year-old guy with a kid. But no, anyway. Um, uh, and he's going to get the, like, the Elder Wand tattooed down his... Um, on on the side of his finger or whatever, you know, because he loves that shit. Um, cool. And I wanted to bring it up to him, and then they brought it up in the Mandalorian, or not the Mandalorian, but RFR, and I brought it up to him then. And I couldn't, it's, I mean, this story is going nowhere because we didn't even get to having a conversation because I was trying to preface the conversation with what they were talking about on the podcast, and I said they were making a joke about how J.K. Rowling took everything from Star Wars. Oh, an orphan boy who lives with his aunt and uncle. The second I said that, he was just like, okay, first of all, it's not his aunt and uncle. It's his wife's sister who is his aunt, but his uncle Vernon is not his actual uncle. And the second of all, he didn't choose to live with them. Whereas like, like Luke, Luke's aunt and uncle aren't his actual, you know, blood related. And I'm like, what the hell? And so he and he just started going off. And I was like, Okay, you're you're missing the point, so never mind. Like I just gave up and I was like I was trying to just bring up something they were joking because they go on to say that don't you know Star Wars is documentary? And so like it was, and actually Mike since you don't listen to the podcast, there's this guy uh, Paul Bateman who worked on both Harry Potter and the prequel movies. Um and he was talking about how cuz they were discussing that like, "Oh, well is that kind of weird how the Elder Wand is very similar to the Dark Saber?" And they were kind of talking about how everybody kind of borrows from everybody when they're making stories and stuff. And that I guarantee if you look up that 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 history of in order to have a weapon, you have to be the one who has taken like it's not new to start. It's not Star Wars and Harry Potter that are the only ones that have used that you know storyline. Um, and so Paul kind of steps in and says, but guys, and he's British and I can't do his accent, his specific accent, but it's great. Please try. He's, you want me to try? I can't. It's very specific how he does it. I do try. Do your best. He's just do like, he's like kind of funny in it. He's like kind <laughs> of funny. He's like, in it, guys, don't don't forget, uh, Star Wars is a documentary. Everything that Lucas and and Filoni made, anyway. I mean, Disney tried to make a film based on the documentary a few years ago, but it didn't work out that well. <laughs> it was like it was really really you know funny because like hey guys this is all fiction regardless of who took what from who but um yeah like uh i don't know i i don't know what the question was i just remember you said mentioned something about oh yeah the because i don't i don't know man i'm pretty sure it's just a cool thing to add to a weapon or a thing if you want to own it you have to earn it you know and if you know the only way you can own it is by earning it to build on what you said and what bateman said like there is probably definitely like with all the the samurai content and like knights of the round table era type shit there has to be some sort of other stories that have that same kind of caveat like oh you can only possess the super powerful weapon if you defeat its like predecessor yeah. or whatever well there's like, what is it 12 stories that you could possibly tell like story arcs only 12 of them right mike or something yeah, like that there's yeah there's 12 there's 12 mythologies or mythic tales or whatever and they're all just mutated and every it's, single it's, one of them is the hero's journey because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the only that's, one we get anymore <laughs> yeah that's it yeah it's just you know it might not be every single step um, right but it's you know here you know, like normalcy uh the inciting incident the thing that like changes everything it starts from like normalcy and then brings them into the fantastical realm where they 
go through their trials or whatever where they get to return uh, to normalcy or whatever. Right. To the mundane. It's or like, whatever. hey, this That's, kid is yeah. nothing, and apparently he's something. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And then he becomes something, yeah. and then that being that something becomes ordinary now. It's because yeah. it's it's a it's everything's right now, instead of being all. Fucking so to be fair whatever. though, to to stay on your your con like that. So with the Elder Wand and Harry Potter, right? You literally the wand will only work for you if you are the one to have disarmed the previous owner. With the dark saber. Right. Moff Gideon says, the saber doesn't have any power. It's the story. Yeah. But then again, my rebuttal to that is we literally, like we literally watched Sabine hand her the dark saber after she won it off of Maul. She just hands it to Bo-Katan. You know what I mean? I don't know who I said, but I meant to say Sabine handed it to Bo-Katan and she didn't win it from Sabine. Sabine gave it to her and it's like, that's probably why she wants. Well, because she didn't earn it the first time, right? Yeah, that's, and so that's probably it, she's so weird. Which about makes it. sense, but it's like for them to say like she can't, she can't take it. You know, yeah. she has to win it. Well, she didn't earn it the first time, but there was a couple other caveats though. Like there were other clans of Mandalore there that were like, yes, this oh, is right. the right move, right? Um, yeah, there's, I, but then there's also the simple like. She didn't earn it the first time and felt guilty about that, so she knew that this time, yeah. like, she's going to obtain it the right way. And then if she doesn't get to do that again, it's like, is she even the rightful heir to man or you know, the throne of Mandalore? Right. And or, if she just shows up with it, you know, if and yeah. if there or if she shows up to they like, wait, how did you get it back? You know, well, I took it from, you know, Moff Gideon. Even if she did take it from Moff Gideon, if no one else is no one else is there, I guess I guess if she doesn't take it off of him on like with you know in combat and then she tries to lie that she did you know or if she tells the truth they might be like well then you're not our ruler because you didn't actually earn it yeah i guess there's a lot of shit going on with it but um yeah moff gideon too by the way his like i when rewatching it the way his lines are written and the way that Giancarlo performs them if you watch it back and then you imagine it as heath ledger's joker it just makes them so much better. Like he's really good. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like these lines are like, he's delivering them so well that they almost sound insane the way he's delivering them. Like it's even though he's like very calculated, like a wannabe, uh, a wannabe, um, uh, uh, Thrawn, you know, acting. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to retcon what I said last week, not retcon, but I'm going to change my thing. I said, he's definitely force sensitive. I don't think he's force sensitive anymore. Um, I think he just, you know, has is legit just like he's very aware. He has a very high passive perception. He watches the security cams and uh mm-hmm. that's how he's a step ahead all the time. I don't think he's actually force yeah. sensitive. Because I was like, he's guys, don't you remember like he sensed Luke? And it was like, eh, he didn't really sense Luke. Yeah, knowledgeable and tactical. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get to be a moth by just being handed the title. You know, he earned it. Um right. or maybe he was just handed the title of Moth. They're all kind of handed out. Um But uh Anything else on the Mando thing? Because there was something that I wanted to read that I saw a few weeks ago. I've been wanting to read on the podcast for like four episodes now. Um, but is there anything else about Do Mando you y'all want to touch? Read it. Okay. So it was I was on this page that Spencer showed me. It's called the non-tox- non-toxic Star Wars fan base on Facebook. 
and I believe I've mentioned it on here before, and both of you are members of it, but I don't know how. I know, Spencer, you don't really fuck with Facebook right now, if at all. I don't know, Mike, how much you're... I thought you got me in it. Spencer got me into it, and I got you into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I did not... I intentionally did not write down the person's name because I don't know if that person wants their name put on a podcast, but they typed this out and it was like really touching and it made me happy. So I just, you know, this is Tyler's wholesome internet moment. (laughs) This is not going to be a reoccurring thing. I just found this. So I don't know, like I said, I don't know his name, but this is something I thought was awesome. So this is what this guy posted. I have amazing news. I have been teaching piano to a nine-year-old boy who lives in a unique situation. He was adopted by his grandparents who are in their mid-60s. They're protective of him so he doesn't have much internet access, no smartphone. The TV shows he's been raised on are the classics his grandparents enjoyed decades ago. Gunsmoke, Bonanza, Gilligan's Island, and Munsters. You get the picture. Grandparents don't care for the internet and their their TV is basic cable. Not only has this kid never seen Star Wars, he doesn't really even know what it is. He's never seen any science fiction as far as I know, so I casually started mentioning it uh, when I visited, using basic terms, robots, spaceships, laser guns. The kid became interested. His grandparents saw Star Wars in a theater in 1977 just to see what the fuss was about, but it had little impact on them and they never seen it, saw it again. A few weeks ago, I asked them if I could come over one Saturday night during the holidays and bring Star Wars to let the kid watch it. They agreed. Now that kid knows he, now that kid knows he's going to be seeing it soon, he's officially obsessed. After piano lessons, he grabs my phone and opens the Star Wars app and plays all the sound files, listening to the quotes and the effects over and over. He knows what a, ta- a, a tauntaun sounds like, and he's never seen one. The kid is... Uh, The kid is tabula rasa in virtually every aspect. He's a generation alpha, raised on boomer entertainment. He's a living time capsule with no previous sci-fi contextual experience, and I get to be there when his mind is blown and his life has changed. Grandparents have already agreed that if he likes the first one, they'll let him see everything Star Wars. This will be a day long remembered. I get to be the spark that will light the fire, and I am so happy I'm shaking. So, like, I read that, and I was like, dude, that is amazing. That is that so this guy, wholesome. Yeah. Dude, that guy gets to literally introduce he's going to change his kid's life. Like the, if if the kid attaches himself to this in any shape or form the way we have, like man, and this guy gets to be the guy, he'd be the person. I don't even know if it's the guy. This person gets to 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 share this universe that we love so much with another person. Like, ah, oh, I read that and I was like, man, this is like we we sit here and we can bash on all the all we want. At the end of the day, this is what it's about, you know. Yeah, man. It was like uh, when I I got you into D and D. Exactly. You know, that's that's like what you do. Like when you love, like a, a, I think a true expression of love is like sharing. You know, so it's like when when you get to impart that that love with, to somebody else and like bring them in and and like show it to them um that's that's why people get so up in arms about it you know like this is it's it's special it's a beautiful thing you know yeah yeah so i wanted to share that a few weeks ago but we kept getting so wrapped up in mandalorian that it was almost impossible to find time to like remember that i have that saved and i wanted to read it now that you know mandalorian's done and we have more time to talk about random shit i just wanted to Bring that up. Um, 
am I a am I an outlier that thinks it's too much now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think Yeah, yeah. I think uh like I want I want them just get me to the point where I go, okay, okay, stop it. Enough. Like just get me to that point where I go, oh great, another Star Wars thing, and then stop. And then make me want it again. You know what I mean? Like I, I have wanted Star Wars for so long that I'm at the point where I'm like you might Mike, where you you're used to the whole we have to wait ten years. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just wait. There's a wait and and that's like a thing, like, oh, we're used to having to wait a couple of years, a few years in between each movie, and then uh, 10 years in between the next trilogy. And I'm like, no, no, I'm tired of waiting. We have the technology. We have the people. We have the minds for this. We know it's working. Let's fucking go, you know? My my rebuttal, or like, what would that be? Counter to that would be, I guess, is it can't all be good. No, we're going to get more sequel trilogies out of this shit. But when we're done with it, we'll have more shit to talk about because content, content, content. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. It's just like, I don't know. Well, I guess all the books and stuff like that. I, I, well, see, it's a thing. See, like the way that you digest media, the, the way that media, uh, a, a certain medium is digested, I, I think correlates... Uh oh, I lost my words there. There's there's a parallel there. There's a connection there. Um of the of the way people enjoy it and and like get get into it. I think the fans that read the comics and read the expanded universe books, like like my buddy Willie. Oh, there was like 12 of them or something like that. There was a lot. Because like it's so intimate to like sit down and read a book with your favorite characters in it and like see what happens. Um, I think it does something differently to you than like when you can just play it and it just had and, and in 40 minutes it's over. It's just like, oh, it's just over. All right, where's the next one? You know, not enough happens in it with with enough weight for it to really resonate with you, you just want more of it. It's a sugar rush, you know? Um, and I think that's why, like, however you were talking earlier, like, season two, most of the episodes in it, maybe I'll rewatch the whole thing. Um, because there aren't a, a lot of amazing episodes and amazing moments. There's a lot of good stuff and some okay stuff and then some holy shit moments uh in mando and that's what like the original trilogy was it was three big chunks that like to watch all three of them in one day like it was you know a a thing of pride um but to like sit there long form you know two hours or so and digest all of that and have it grow with you and then have all the books and stuff like that to then now where it's like all right we banged out uh, uh, sequel trilogy. We're banging out a bunch of uh, side uh, shows, spinoffs, and stuff like that. Um, they don't have to be great. They just have to be good enough. 
I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm I'm kind of stream of consciousness thinking about it. I mean, it makes me wear. It makes me wary. It just makes me like, uh, yeah. Like Mandalorian. Mandalorian was like a remedy, I think, uh, to a lot of people who felt like their Star Wars, their Star Warsian experience, was hampered with the sequel trilogy. Right. It didn't feel Star Warsy enough. Right. Uh. There wasn't enough Western. There wasn't enough samurai. <laughs> right. Uh, so then they were like, let's just go full bore into those tropes. And they did. And it's like, oh, this is great. Um, this is every, you know, people are loving it. Um, and, and it, I don't know. I, it's like, at what point does something not become special? Remember when you got, remember when you got your first blowjob? And you're <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Yeah. I like just think about the last time you got a blowjob. You're like, yeah, I got a blowjob. That was great. Like, I'm glad, but like, it's not gonna change. It didn't change my life, you know. Yeah, but the last blowjob I had was better than the first blowjob I had. So, all right, well, yeah, and that's you know, it's mileage may vary. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like, fair. That's, yeah, not that's a, fair. I, I I get what you're trying to do there. I'm trying to just I'm throwing shit at a wall and see what But you miss just a bit outside, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. And that's my thing. A low and away like, on that one. <laughs> if it's good, if it's if it's I, uh, good, like I, I'll I mean me you know. me personally I, I don't feel like I could I mean at this point I don't foresee having Star Wars fatigue. Like I totally get that because I'm also you know we're all from the same generation theoretically. There's you know a couple years in between all of us but like I grew up, we're the same generation, like, I think, or close. Yeah, but I grew up like, you know, here's a trilogy. We're gonna stagger them every one or two years, and then there's a gap for X amount of time. And then here's a trilogy, and then oh, five years later, we're gonna give you a show. Like, so it makes those projects feel more special, even when it's something like, uh, I mean, even the Gendi Tartavoski, the the original Clone Wars, um. Like, it felt yeah, special because it was like, one. oh, like, yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a product of... Like, little know, vignettes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved watching those growing up. And, like, I get what you're saying now as far as, like, we're we're growing to expect it. Like, if I don't get a Star Wars project this year or shit, like, the, the thought of not getting a project in 2021 or 2022 like we know that's not going to happen but like the thought of having that is like it's it's not there like i couldn't fathom not having a star wars project to look forward to and i can imagine you know just going back six years ago like if you would have told me in, in 2015 like oh hey you know by the time it's 2021 or you know 2020 you're going to be introduced to all of this continuous content and there's always gonna be something to look forward to and i know tyler like you touched on it like what a great time to host a fucking star wars podcast yeah you know it's it's great in that perspective of like okay like i i am not only looking forward to it as a fan but as a content creator of like oh like there's all of this shit coming out we're gonna have so much to talk about and on the flip side of that same coin being the fan it's like there's all this shit coming out, like all of this stuff. Like, it's just cool, man. Like, I, I'm not gonna look at any Star Wars project and put it down, but you know, it does kind of, you know, to, 
to tie back into Mike's point, it does kind of take the specialness away from it. You know, growing up to sit down and watch the the Star Wars original trilogy and pop in each VHS and rewind it, or you know, get into the mid two thousands, you pop in the the special edition DVD and Blech. to like be able to binge all those at oh. once. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, like that's something special. Like that's a special experience. Now it's like, okay, I'm gonna watch Star Wars. Well, what the fuck does that mean? It's it does it doesn't mean I'm gonna sit down and ro- watch Han, Luke, and Leia anymore. It is, oh, which which slot in the galaxy are you going to find yourself in? And then, you know, fast forward to five years from now with all of this, you know, announced content that's going to be out. That's going to be even more the case where it's like, I'm going to watch Star Wars. It's like, what the fuck? That's like me saying, I'm going to watch Marvel. Like, yeah. Okay, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> which are you going to go Ragnarok? Are you, you going to go yeah. you know, Captain America? Like, what does that mean? Well, but, okay. So. All right. To me, okay. speak your truth, Grizzle. I'm Come gonna, on, speak your truth. I'm gonna speak my truth, okay? <clears throat> and I'm not expecting anybody to agree with this, but just speaking specifically about myself. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it on air or if I talked about it with anybody specifically, but I think we talked about it on here. I was introduced to the original trilogy either right before or right after Phantom Menace. I'm pretty sure it was right before. Then Phantom Menace came out, and then there was a dead period where I didn't see Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith until a few years after each of them had come out. And then, like, but but when I was introduced to the OT, I loved Star Wars. I wanted to be Luke Skywalker. I wanted a fucking lightsaber. That's all I cared about. Um, and then the, um, like. There was the gap. And then, like, Attack of the Clones was cool, but I didn't really care for that Anakin character initially. And then Revenge of the Sith was dope, but then I didn't really care for... Like, you know, I didn't know how to... I wasn't a film head at that point, so I wasn't taking in the 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 poetic nuances that George puts in there and all that good shit and how we've talked about the prequels have aged way better than we initially thought they did. But then after a while, star Wars fell off my map for a long time. So while everybody else is in like getting comic books and novels and all these things and just swimming through the EU, I'm off fucking around doing other shit like playing sports video games and, and whatever being doing whatever I'm, you know, reading Stephen King novels and whatever. Cause I was, I wasn't, I didn't have, you know, cartoon network or, or adult swim or whatever it was that, that, that rebels and, and fucking clone wars is on. And then Mike and I start hanging out right around the time Disney buys star Wars. And he's like, dude, here's all this star Wars shit. And it was like awakening that seven year old me who just learned about the OT and that's why I've been such a fucking cuck for the sequels is because like <laughs> that's the Star Wars that I have now and I didn't get to enjoy all of that because now I'm so far fucking behind like I finally bought Dawn of the Jedi and I haven't even opened it yet you know like like I have the book that's supposed like the legends and it talks about the start of the Jedi and I'm like 
yeah, but that's like a book and that's a lot of time that I have to invest. But now there's Star Wars and all I've thought about, especially since starting this fucking podcast, dude, you can go and ask anybody at, at Dick Kanazaki of Portland. Oh, I probably should edit that out. Um, at my work, all I talk about is Star Wars. All fucking day, dude. It It's so annoying to everybody else I'm around. But at the same time, I'm getting people coming up to me like, so if such and such or this and that and blah, 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 what do you think? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then 30 minutes later, you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows exactly what happens when I start talking Star Wars. We go way off the rails. So, Or you start talking. That's Okay, well, Tyler <laughs> talks about enter subject and then end of the world. So Yeah, ad finitum. Yeah, so, so for me, when I see out of nowhere that I, cause I wasn't like, I was like, Oh, an investors meeting. Cool. Whatever. And then I start seeing what they're talking about on this investors meeting. And I'm seeing 13, whatever, 12, 13 different things. Content creation aside, I am just like thinking for almost living, breathing star Wars in my head every moment of every day. And that will probably stop. You know, it will, it, uh, my, my attention will transition to something else, but this is for the first time in a long time. I have focused on something, one specific thing for longer than I can remember being focused on one fucking thing. So like when I see the Ahsoka show, when I see Rangers of the new Republic and Lando and, you know, even high Republic shit and, and fucking the, 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 fucking acolyte and i finally got fallen order like you know it was on sale i finally got like all i see is like the thing that i currently love more than just about anything as far as entertainment goes is like there is no end to the horizon in front of me i'm a kid in a candy shop right now and i might hit that i might hit that star wars fatigue um but like i'm not even close yet you know, so it, it, you're right. I did say that it's a great time to have started a Star Wars podcast. But for me, aside from the fact that like now I have a reason to talk about it, like that's really why I love this podcast. I get to sit down with my best friends and just vomit my opinions about something I love, you know, like <laughs> once a week isn't enough. No, no, I have to sit there and I have to, I have to come home and, and spend three and a half hours recording a seven minute bit to release to people about, well, here's what I think would have happened if Anakin didn't see Mace Windu or didn't stop Mace Windu from killing Palpatine. And I go off into him raising Luke and Leia and then fighting, you know, of trying to avenge Obi-Wan. Mike, if you haven't listened to this week's Thursday theories, you really should. Um, cause that's what it's about and this week, listener. you know, duly noted. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Like, so, so like, yeah, this, the fact that we're sitting down talking star Wars and I'm trying to make this my job, like is one thing, but just, just even if we weren't doing this, dude, I, I'm so excited for this Hell shit. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> Hell yeah, and and so, but at the same time, there is one negative way to look at it is like to what Mike said about Willie, right? Willie had the books and there's some, there is something different. Like I used to read all the time. I wasn't always as stupid. I used to read all the time. I used to read for hours every day. I, like if a book had less than a thousand pages, I was like, ah, is it worth it? 
You know, I wanted to, I wanted to sit there and I wanted to grow with these characters and love these characters. Like say what you want about Harry Potter. There are a lot of flaws with the way JK Rowling did her shit, but I grew up with those fucking characters, you know? So, and that, and that is kind of the thing. It's like, while I wasn't star Wars nerd, Harry Potter was my fucking shit, bro. Oh, yeah. But like, it was mine for a long time too. But like, <clears throat> I kind of am a product of the instant gratification. We don't have time to sit down and read a novel. Why don't we have time? Because we're not making time. Instead, we're making time to watch 35, 45 minutes of an episode of something when we could arguably learn a lot more about a storyline if we sat down for the same amount of time that it takes to watch one of the sequel movies or even watch all three of them like some people do, you know, or whatever it is, and just read a fucking story. You can arguably get more out of that. And I used to do that all the time. And I think there is something to Mike's point of like, if we did that versus watching everything, you can grow more attached to characters or to stories. And, and you can't, I mean, you can't really put a book out until it's been read through a thousand times and edited a thousand times. And then when it finally comes out, this is the best it's going to be. But when you have a series of eight or more episodes, you can get away with a frog lady episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Those spiders were awesome and the visual effects were great. And we got to see a little bit of character development with Grogu speaking his gibberish and seeing their whatever. But like they're capitalizing on the fact that people like me don't want to read anymore. And instead of giving us the Ahsoka novels or the Rangers of the you know New Republic comic series, they're just giving it to us in a form that they know that society wants to do. And what we want to do is we want to sit down and click that Disney plus button and go, <laughs> and then be like, Oh, Luke, you know, or whatever. Like, that's what we want to do. Yeah. And just fucking like, Oh, fucking white lightsabers. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but uh, you know, but like, seriously. So that's kind of like if, if we didn't have this at our fingertips, right. If we didn't have, all of everything Star Wars cinematically at my fingertips right here on my phone or right here at my computer or right out there on that fucking TV, then yeah, I'd be like, out of, if out of the blue it was like, bro, here's 12 shows, I'd be like, uh, what? You know, I, I would have been good with a novel, you know, or, or I would have been good with a comic series. You know, I would have probably the same enthusiasm if it weren't for the fact that all of this has been so directly... It's intentionally done, you know? They could have oh, yeah. made a new Republic Rangers novel. They could have they made probably, the Ahsoka They comics. probably will. Right. You know, they probably will make comic runs and stuff. I, th- I think, not not in my defense, but in... To continue you your explaining point. The, yeah, to continue... Yeah, continuing my point after, you know, being able to like digest like what you're saying. I think for me, like, personally, I don't have... I'm I'm not washing cars with you uh, or like working in the office with you. Um, And I think having that, that, uh, that social group, uh, that dynamic of loving a thing together. Like I don't really have that, you know? Um, Like I I can, I can talk to my boss about anything. He will listen um, and he'll join in if it's something that he knows stuff about, but that, uh, that reciprocal passion is like few and far between for a lot of my, uh, my hobby loves, 
but with me and you, mm-hmm. uh, we love deeply uh, a lot of the same shit, and we can just go. We can just go and talk in circles for fucking days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so, I mean, like, the it could just be, like, this year, maybe, like, to me or whatever. Um, not being able to physically really spend time, not only with people I love, but also the th- experiencing the things I love with them uh, might be why I have like a, a negative view on more stuff because it's like I don't I love Star Wars but I love Star Wars sitting on the couch with Tyler talking about it or watch or just watching the movie and drinking a beer and being like fuck yeah and playing X-Wing mm-hmm. and, and like talking about running a Star Wars RPG and you know what I mean like I love all the interconnectivity that comes from loving it and, and experiencing it with people more so than I do like holding away and loving Star Wars, yeah. you know? No, that's yeah. completely fair. Like what's the point? I, I like Star Wars is great, but if it's only going to be something that I sit down for 35 minutes by myself once a week to do, then like what, then I'm good with the sequel. I'm good with the original trilogy being what I've got. You know, I'm instead of having like, why, why drop 12 things on me when I'm like, well, if I don't, because yeah, exactly. Like part of what I love about Star Wars is sharing the knowledge that I have and gaining knowledge from others and, and riffing like we're, like we do, like we're doing now. And, and like, just, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think, dude, I love NASCAR. I love it literally as much as I love Star Wars, but I don't talk to anybody about it because nobody gives a fuck about NASCAR. So literally what you're talking about, what I do is on Sundays for eight months of the year, I tuck myself away for three hours and I watch guys go fast <laughs> in a circle and then I keep all my thoughts to myself about it, And I, but I'm not as outwardly <laughs> passionate about it because I have nobody to talk to about it versus star wars so that's probably what happened i'm taking my love for both nascar and star wars and funneling it through star wars so it's like yeah, double as bad yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know um i'm sure the fatigue will kick in um it does help that we have a star wars podcast and like knowing that there's more coming at least announced is good to know that hey we're gonna have reason to talk about stuff and have people chime in hopefully and i mean Let's. Who are we kidding? If they said Star Wars is done tomorrow, we'd sit here every fucking week and we'd talk about what we have and things that could happen. It wouldn't end with content coming out, you know. Oh, there's so much. There's so much. You know, we could do a book club. Do a which what this was supposed club, to be. You know well, I mean? dude, yeah, it's funny you say that. When when we first saw, like Tyler and I, before we launched this podcast, we talked about it for a couple years, right? And we're like, hey, you know what, like. We both love Star Wars. All the movies were coming around. We'd, we'd get together and meet up and, and talk about, like, you know, our predictions, our theories, shit we like. Um, and, you know, I, I, I worked at the same place you guys did. So, like, I would be in the back in the wash bay. Like, I, I would bring books. Like, I was like, you know what? I don't want to sit on my phone. I get half an hour to an hour of lunch, you know, a day. I was like, I'm going to start bringing books and working my way through those and then that's kind of what sparked my interest in like, I really want to explore legends content. And so originally when we were like, do we should do a podcast where, you know, we pick a book and maybe dissect three chapters of it, an episode, and then talk about other stuff, news, 
whatever because this was before mandalorian and all that shit was even thought about um and then you know we decided you know finally we end up launching this thing and it was right before mando season it was after the skywalker you know saga is complete and that's really been like the primary amount of our focus but but yeah, yeah initially it was going to be said. literally just like i a book still club. kind of in <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm still interested in doing that at some point and like picking if not books at least storylines and arcs within books or, or other legends material comics that uh we can dissect and talk about on a more in-depth basis but that was yeah. that was the whole thing so like i i guarantee you there's people that tune in and they're like oh they're only legends like this is a star wars legends podcast and they come and it's just two fucking dudes and the occasional guest ranting about mandalorian and how (laughs) hey we like star wars for what it is but the sequels suck like (laughs) you know it's it's it is what it is man We'll, Uh, we'll get to it that's funny yeah we will um speaking of getting to it do you want to get to a little bit of trivia before we hop off here we're coming up on that two hour mark so yeah, man. Want to see um, how much we don't so, know? I don't. Our know. guest last week and the co-host of Tyler's other podcast, Psych S Triple I K E exclamation point, texted Tyler and was like, "Hey, man, you guys should pick this book up. Uh, it's obsessed with Star Wars by Benjamin Harper, and it's got over twenty five hundred questions, and these are all uh, prequel and OT questions." So I was like, hell yeah, like, let's pick it up. And so I was, I've been flipping through it and I noticed a lot of this is actually legends. Like, I think because this book is pre, well, it says Disney right on the back of it. Um, But this is from 2015. So I don't know if this is just before the official move of making everything, uh, making everything EU, but uh sorry <laughs> yeah, i don't know if this was just before the initial move of making everything eu dude you know what like you know let's break the fourth wall i'm having some serious lag issues this episode i don't know what it is but if, if i'm not talking much that's why it's because i'm sitting here and i'm listening to but 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 and then, like, it's, ten seconds it's, later, it's, it's cool, it's, and I'm it, in the conversation it, it, again, so... And, and, so, and furthermore, if you... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> exactly. No, dude, like, you're joking, but, like, that's that's been half of this episode for me. And oh, I've been trying so, to, like, play it so off bad. cool. I'll kill my video feed and be like, okay, you know, it's, it's all gonna be good. And I'll wait until I'm like, okay, the audio's caught up, and then now I'm gonna start talking. But it's it's been a little bit rough, but... Well, the funny thing is, they're not gonna Sorry know. Sorry for the technical, just... you know... Yeah. No. yeah, they won't know. Tyler's gonna clean yeah, it all we'll up. We'll be able to piece it all together and kind of. Kudos to you but for keeping it so cool. That yeah. being said, I'd been freaking out. And that being said, go ahead, Spence. Let's get some trivia. What have you been freaking out about? What? No, I said I would have been freaking out about. Not like that's you. the first trivia question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is the first question. If I were you, I'd be freaking out if I was lagging. Oh, I have been freaking out. I'm already thinking about, man, the second I'm off of here, I'm going on Amazon. I'm buying a long-ass connection cable so I can route to my modem in my living room. Hell yeah. It's all going to be good. Do it. All right, man. So we're going to dive into some trivia, and I'm going to choose questions at random. 
I'm going to flip through here. I'm going to pick something. I had a few picked out that were fun, but I figured this is kind of a more fun way to just, bam, catch you guys off guard. Um, so let's see. I'm going to flip to a page. <laughs> Officially random. Officially random. Let's see. Do, 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 do. And they got some good stuff in here, but a lot of this shit just goes right over my head. Like everything on this page. So I'm flipping to another page. <laughs> like everything in this <laughs> book. <laughs> All right, here's one. Who introduced Obi-Wan Kenobi to Jango Fett? The Kaminoan. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to give you guys a, a chance to answer it. Then I'm going to give you the options A through D, and we can decide from Oh, there. okay. Oh, so they're multiple choice? So, yeah, these are all multiple choice questions. So the question was, who introduced Obi-Wan Kenobi to Jango Fett? Right. Yeah, it's, it's the Kaminoan Doctor. Right? Yeah, I just don't know his name. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Their, the Kaminoan Doctor. <laughs> See, and I don't even know if that's correct. It's <laughs> So... Our, our options are A, Lamus, Lamasu, B, Boba Fett, C, Tonwi, or D, Kosai. So I don't know who any of these people are, <laughs> but this is awesome because we can put it out there and then I can do research to figure out who this cat is. So the answer is C, Tonwi, which I don't know if you want to do a quick Google, but it's T-A-U-N and the last name Wee, W-E. Yeah, it's the tall, um, um tall Camino. They're all tall. They're all clones. It's the one. It's that one. It's the one specific <laughs> tall one. <laughs> that looks like all the other ones. Yeah, the other one is Lama Sue. That's like, there's two of them. I think you said that already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Lama Sue is on here. Do-do-do. All right. Uh, <laughs> the Camino hard, guy. Man. It's hard to, like, it's hard to pick good ones, like, right off the fly. So this is another thing. This is like the fourth time we've that that we've referenced Attack of the Clones, and then Spencer still hasn't just gone and watched it. I think <laughs> twice he's been like, I, I "That's won't. it. Guess who's watching Attack of the Clones?" And then he still hasn't. I have, yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I hang Ever? up and you've, I go. You've and I never start seen doing it. Things, I move on with my life. No, he's seen it. He just hasn't watched oh, okay. it in a long time. <laughs> See, and a lot of this is like, like I'm just going to throw this out there and I don't expect anyone to know. So I'm going to ask like some or just some sample questions out of here because it's like, how would we even know this? Um, what you job did real young Valorum you know. have on the planet Vekakopia? How, how um, do we know that? Scud Rustler. Waiter. No, it was a waiter, right? Oh, yeah. Waiter. Bartend. Yeah. Barkeep. Are you guys yeah. serious? Barkeep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I already flipped the page. Yeah, like, I'm they, yeah, they, yeah. They he, <laughs> they worked at a they worked at the uh, the cantina Skeetle Brim, and they were really known for the the their spiked uh, bantha milk. No, it's all that's all true. Are you serious? It's all Canaan. It's all Canaan, dude. It's all Canaan Jarus, bro. It's all Canaan Jarus. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> it said, can- "Feel, don't think, trust your instincts." <laughs> Qui Gon Jinn. Of course, man. Shit. He tells how Anakin old was Padme Amidala when she was elected Queen of Naboo? Yeah, that was quick. Fifteen. I actually knew that one. 
Um, <laughs> Old enough. <laughs> See, I, yes, I feel like dude. I remember this and I don't know from where. Yes, dude. <laughs> Cancel across the galaxy. Yes, dude. <laughs> New Republic life sentences. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, she asked much. me Does how it... many of my midichlorians that took. I said it didn't make a <laughs> fucking <Yes>. dead dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends. This is how it ends, isn't it? With a, with applause. With a, oh, yeah, standing ovation. Continue, Spencer. Sorry. No, you're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Who owned Anakin Skywalker before Wado Bottom? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> he said Jesus. Jesus. <sighs> um, George I Lucas, so obviously. It's Gardula the Hutt. You know Hutt. that Hutts are hermaphroditic slug creatures? Jabba the Hutt doesn't actually have a mom and dad. It's just so they look normal. It's for appearances. Is that in your fucking trivia book, Spence? <laughs> Give him a second to read through 2,500 <laughs> questions that it might be. <clears throat> now, is that See, canon this is or the thing. I was like, Yeah, I was going to say it's not canon anymore. Because <laughs> I don't know what on here is canon and what it's not. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to uh, pick questions from this next time. I do have some other quizzes lined up to go. So we're actually going to dive into a Force Awakens quiz. Um, yes. So I hope y'all are ready for that. I win. Okay. They did fin dirty. First question. Ooh. When did R2-D2 go into standby mode? Shortly after Luke's exile. And I'll give you the I'll give you the A, B, and C. When Luke oh, Skywalker okay. went into hiding, after the Battle of Endor, when BB-8 took over too many of his duties, or when Chewbacca got tired of him. And this is from HowStuffWorks.com, so I don't know how dope this quiz is going to be or not. But, Tyler, you got that it's right. It's already it terrible, was, uh, but it's obviously when Luke's... <clears throat> It is. Um... True or false? False. George Lucas was actively involved in the directing and production of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Lag. That was false. Fucking false! Lucasfilm. Pretty false. Shut up. (laughs) George Lucas's production company was purchased by the Walt Disney Company before the film was made, which is why it was directed by J.J. Abrams. However, Kathleen Kennedy, who had been a producer for George Lucas on other films, worked as a producer on The Force Awakens. Which means Uh, nothing. Question three. (laughs) Uh, What makes BB-8 valuable to so many people? His unique color scheme, his data processing abilities, the map data he is carrying, or his warm and friendly demeanor. Obviously his warm and friendly demeanor. I would or his say off-road capabilities. Obviously. I would say Dude, this quiz strongly agree. <laughs> this quiz yeah, sucks. it's the map data he's carrying. Um I feel like I'm, I'm going to read a couple questions ahead just to see if I. So this is yeah, please. Continuing. 
Yeah. Because, like, give me one they're not hard. <laughs> Maybe I'm just nah. such a fucking nerd for the sequels that I just... It's like, come on, bro. Do you really think that's Qui-Gon's crystal in his lightsaber? Who was Luke Skywalker's father? Chewbacca, Han Solo, Grand Moff Tarkin, Anakin Skywalker. Option This e. is actually This actually might be a decent one. So, Mike, how many times have you seen The Last uh... Jedi? <laughs> I'm it, just... I'm... Did, we, did we watch it twice together, Tyler? Once... Ugh. Once to watch it, and then the second time to deconstruct it. Yeah, and that's the only time yeah, you've watched that's it. That's it. So how many years ago was that? Yeah. So yeah, it him and I went and saw it together, and then we went and saw it again with so, Johnny and Jessica, and talked about it more. <clears throat> yeah. So this is a BuzzFeed quiz by Jamie Jerick. And a, a couple of them, like, if you've only seen <laughs> TLJ two times, I'm curious to see how you do on this. Sorry. So I'm going to – let's just start this off. Okay. Which character does not die? Does not die. Admiral Akbar, General Hux, Supreme Leader Snoke, or Luke Skywalker? This is an easy one. So this is really fun, like, because Mike and I are getting, like, three quarters of the sentence, and so we're both trying to, like, hmm, what's the question? And even though, like, the listeners are hearing everything. Oh, is the lag bad on that end over you're, there? You're lagging <laughs> so hard, bad. bro. <laughs> you're, still, you're still telling me you the question, say, Repeat and yourself. Tyler's answering it? <laughs> That's so like, bad. I didn't get the whole question. This episode's like, going to be rough, Tyler. It. It's it's, it's all good. Okay. You're gonna have an Ethernet cable in the mail by the time this is over, and uh, everything will be fine. Tonight, if, yeah. If if not by you, I'll buy it for you. I don't fucking care. <clears throat> you make more of the money than me, I, though. I'm not worried so about know. it. I'm gonna pick that up. Uh, oh, so hold on. Which character does not die though? I didn't hear your. We did We didn't. All hear, I heard was I didn't silence hear the, and then laughter because we didn't yeah. hear the options. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I can't do no 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 Can i cannot wait right now like are we are we good uh yeah 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 we're good now it was delayed but we good mike just turned himself yeah, I've off tur- i've turned my video off that might help i i turned mine off and it always seems to help when i do i'm doing it again right now oh, t- oh that's end call turn off camera <clears throat> um all right yeah. Are we good now? I I can't wait to run this <laughs> back. Like I can't like after we're done. Oh, and I heard you. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't wait to hear it. And just like because I know how bad it's lagging. And so like when we get all of our audio, which is untouched by lag, lined up, I can't wait to see hear, hear how off it is. <laughs> it's gonna be such a mess. It's gonna take me a long time to edit. Um, before you even read the options. I'm going to say the person that does not, it is, um, they're going to be, it's going to be, the answer is Rose Tico. I don't know if she's an option, but the answer is Rose Tico. She's not an option, man. All right. Here's the options. Who does not die? Admiral Akbar, General Hux, Supreme Leader Snoke, 
and Luke Skywalker. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> it's General Hux. Admiral Akbar dies when uh, Kylo shoots the, the bridge. You didn't see it happen. <laughs> it's General Hux. <laughs> Not my cannon. Godspeed, Rebels. Not my cannon. Oh, God. Yeah, didn't see it happen. <clears throat> he could come back with robot legs. <laughs> Um, what was Rose's sister's name? Paige. How'd you know that? She's one of my pilots, or she's my gunner, I think, in one of my on one of my ships in X Wing. Okay, yeah, it was Paige. I've also seen TLJ like ten times, despite hating it. Let's see. Uh, what does Holdo call Poe? Flyboy. Trigger happy hot shot. Boy. See, Tyler, you got to let Mike. I want to see Mike struggle with at least. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh, I don't got. I got. Okay. I want. I want to hear him struggle too. What does Luke give Leia? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see me. You can't even see me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, we don't have our videos up, and Mike and I broke at the exact same moment. <laughs> oh, at least to me, we did on on my side. Oh, I can't wait to have me, more episodes with you on. He here. gave her Hans dice. There we go. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, you got that. Who Hold said up. it's Hold time on. for the? Okay, what? You wanted to say that there was nothing in Solo that built on anything. Boom, Hans Dice. No one gave a fuck about those dice in the OT. They made a whole movie about Hans Dice, so it made sense when Luke gave them to Leia. Which explains why bad that it, it are words. It, okay, <laughs> um, continue, Spencer. Oh, even it's though bad. I never got a chance to uh, give my full rebuttal on the whole Rogue One solo thing, I'll save that for later. Um, but Hans go ahead. Dice still mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hot take. <laughs> They they never made sense to me. Uh, so here we go. Who said it's time for the Jedi to end? Loot takers. No, I was waiting for Mike. I was just gonna, you know, he he says said, Luke, I, and I say yeah. wrong. It's Kylo. Nope, it's Luke. Oh wait, no, you're right. It is Luke. Sorry, my bad. I was thinking of, I was thinking of when he said. Let uh let all the old things die. Yeah, let the past <clears throat> die. When he says, he says, just kiss me. Yeah, he he's just like he says, uh uh, take all of the expanded universe, make it legends. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what that. is Benicio del Toro's character name? Ooh. Oh yeah. Um. Useless plot device B. Not 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 far off. <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of a fucked up question because they don't say his name in the movie do they not no his name is dj but his name is dj because he looks at finn and he says here's a piece of advice kid don't join is that he says something really else true? yeah his name is dj because he says live free don't join <laughs> and that's why his name is dj i kind of fuck with that yeah 
Oh, it's a, it's a dope line. Here's a piece of advice, kid. Live free. Don't join. Um, but like at the same time, yeah, his useless plot device B. We need a reason for them. <laughs> Let's not actually let them find the master code breaker. <laughs> Let's let them get taken away and then find some random fuck who happens to be a, a good at using necklaces to break into, you know, the king's fucking lair. But whatever. Well, speaking on that, who cameoed as the master code breaker? What actor cameoed? I have no clue. We have Daniel Craig, Tom Hardy, Justin Theroux, and Warwick Davis. Justin. Warwick that Davis. is correct. <laughs> Warwick Davis he is had the slick back hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he, had he was a, on stilts. His, his fit looks like a James Bond fit. He's got the little like flower lapel. Yeah, what does he say? She, like the, when they get arrested, uh, the chick is like, "What was that?" And he goes, "Not now, darling. I'm on a roll," <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, his only it line. A, it was a total rip. Yeah. Who said, "Let the past die. Kill it if you have to." Luke. There you go. Tyler, that's, I know you know this. that's yeah. That's everybody's favorite dark boy, <clears throat> Django Fett. Yes. Yes. You're nothing. <laughs> nothing. Correct. <laughs> but not to me. Um, let's see. A lot of these are like, what image is from TLJ? This is just making so I'm me move sad. From those. Um, C. What is number Leia's C? Was it C? Was it letter C? TLJ. Uh, <laughs> I was about to go. I was about to go. <sighs> but what is it? Was it C? Oh, it's a uh, crate. <laughs> Rebellions was, have it, live off it the, hope. It says we have everything we need, and that was that. That was a stupid ass quiz. <laughs> what was the picture of Leia squatting in a cave? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hate not having video because then I'm just like. I immediately, my brain just pictures the worst shit. Like, so I just imagine Leia crouching down like Yoda in a cave. Like, it's yeah. about as bad and as that you picture. <sighs> that was brutal. Oh, I'm done with awesome. these. That was amazing. I needed that. I laughed so hard. That was so fun. Oh, I can't wait till we can start doing this in the same room again. Or, yeah. not again, but for the first time, because we haven't done first one time. in person yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the engagement, like the, I think we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna riff a lot better. Oh man, hell yeah! Spencer will get to talk. It'll be amazing. Oh dude, <laughs> I, I literally Spencer like get... the whole podcast won't be on my end. Uh, t- t- lur- I, oh, I what? feel so bad for you. Hundred percent. And then it, it like fast forwards <laughs> and it's like last Jedi. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, yep, uh huh, sure, like. Oh, oh my god! This one's gonna be a rough one, oh. man. It's all good, dude. We're just, we're bullshitting. This is like a good cool down episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really is. It really is. This is a long one too. We're going two fifteen. I mean, that's pretty normal now. Um, yeah, that's that's about standard. Before we uh, before we start doing our uh, little uh, our, our our um, whatever the fuck the ending bullshit that we do, our credits. Um, this will be coming out on Wednesday, the thirtieth, right? Yeah. 
<clears throat> so, uh, Mike and I are going to do a thing that y'all should probably do too. Um, you guys listening, we're going to bring in the new year with the destruction of the Death Star from A New Hope. Hell yeah. So, I don't know. I've done the math already. I don't know for the DVDs, for the VHS. I don't know the timestamps. But if you're watching on Disney Plus and you pull up your New Hope, put it at triple zeros, quadruple zeros, however many zeros they they give you, and you hit play at 10.02 and 17 seconds, at 12 o'clock midnight, the Death Star will blow up. And it will be amazing. Mm-hmm. You'll bring in 2020 the way it should go out with an explosion. And so that's what we're going right. to do. So if you guys want to do that too, uh, that's that's your timestamp on Disney+. Plus. And uh, it's always fun. I did it last year. I was super nervous that I got it wrong, but I nailed it down to the second. <laughs> um, and it was great. So, yeah. Hell yeah. That's that. Anything uh, you want to do the want to do the thing? Whatever. The fuck is I will do the thing, man. If you're still listening, thank you for hanging <laughs> with us. Uh, it's definitely been a loosey goosey episode. I want to thank Mike Kaminsky for coming back. It's always good to have another ski in the cantina sitting and bullshitting and talking Star Wars. Hopefully, next time we get you on, we can have a little bit more of a, a structured conversation and hopefully, fuck I can no. hear more than half of it. Fuck yes. Um, and we can all see each other's face continuously because that'd be awesome too. Um, and I can't wait for the future and we're able to sit down and, and do this in person. But that being said, shoot, man, if you're not already following us over on Instagram, that's at their only legends. I post all sorts of fun stuff going on there. And by the time this comes out, we should have picked a winner or not a winner, like winning groups for our last week's four by four fantasy. Draft. Oh, I got it already. Um, those... If you want me to run through it, run through it. Okay. So real quick. Uh, for those who didn't listen, who listened <clears throat> or voted or whatever, our fantasy four by four bullshit group, the first group of the movies, I won with uh, with I can't remember how many. No, you won. Sorry, I can't remember. Anyway, you won two. I won two. I won the games, um, and the no, I won the characters in the sh- in the movies. You won. Sorry, I wrote it down and I left that work. I'm so bad at this. I'm sorry. I won the I want you to start this over. No, <laughs> like... no, no, no. I'm no, because this episode is a clusterfuck. It's gonna stay a clusterfuck. Okay. Sure. Spencer, you won the movies and okay. you won the ships. I won Sick. the characters and I won the games. Travis I didn't vote at all. Well, it's cause you do you follow us on Instagram? Yeah, you do. Fuck yeah, I do. Then why didn't you vote? But bro? I didn't like the groupings. Every <clears throat> grouping had one or two things that I just couldn't abide by. I couldn't do so it. So you couldn't pick out of... So, okay. No. Nope. Did you listen to the last episode of our podcast? Nope. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I'm so glad you're such an avid listener. Um, We all had to draft them off of a board, essentially. And when one person picked ah. one, they were is no longer available. So all of those groups were mine, Travis's, and Spencer's picks. And y- the people were supposed to say, out of these three, who do you who's is what? Which one's better? Not which one would you take as yours, but which one is better? So yeah, I got the I got the post. I just I wait until you guys have a couple episodes so I could sit through work with you guys talking to me. Gotcha. Well, That's my. 
my format. We really Spencer really missed out on your votes. Travis Travis had out of all four categories. Travis had I think five or six total votes. <laughs> um, you and I tied for the total like for categories, but I had twenty three people vote in my favor, and you had seventeen. So I don't know how we okay. want to go off against the tiebreaker because we both did win two categories. Um, you get it for popular vote. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. There ain't no electoral, electoral college, college in this here, bitch. Man. You won that popular. <laughs> see, see, Spencer. This is why you got to get an X wing so you can then put him in his place. Yeah, that's right. On the board. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, continue on with your uh, outro. So if you're not already following us over on Instagram, that's at their only legends. You can also head over to Twitter and follow us on only legends pod. I haven't done anything over there. All I'm doing is retweeting, but we got a couple followers over there. So if you want to say what's up on Twitter or follow anything that I retweet that we you know, find interesting, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, if you got comments, questions, suggestions, you want to say hello there. You got a theory that you want Tyler to read out on a, a Thursday theory. Just anything you want us to talk about, you can shoot all those inquiries over at theironlylegends at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter, whatever works best for you. Uh, that being said, that's it for the show. Tyler, anything you want to plug? <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I have another podcast. Uh, go listen to it. <clears throat> I'll let you guys try to figure out which one it is. Um. I think that's Psych. it, man. I think that's it. Psych. Mike, do you want to plug anything? You want anybody to give you a follow? Oh, I mean, it's mostly just my life, uh, my lovely girlfriend, and if I'm doing art. Uh, if if you go to patreon.com forward slash M-A Kaminsky, that's the letter M, the letter A, K A M I N S K I. I'll link it in the description. I haven't really been, yeah, I haven't really been posting much, but it's like a bunch of old, really angsty poetry and uh, acoustic stuff. I'm, I was once a musician, and uh, still are I'm trying to make food money on Patreon. So if you would like to subscribe, so I can have food money on the Patreons, uh, that would be cool. It's worth it. Uh, other than that. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I got. I'm not cool. Sorry, hey, guys. Welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. Go follow. Go follow Mike. Uh, go give him. Uh, go give him your money. All of it. Don't even just ignore the tears. Like, and just give him all of your money for poetry and and songs. Um, we're definitely gonna have you back on. Um, now that Mandalorian is over, it'll be easier because before we were kind of having the issue with like you not having watched it yet. And I didn't want to have you come on if we were, you know, we can't not talk about Mandalorian right after it comes out, you know? Um, but now we can have you on more often and, uh, have more, um, mindless rants about everything. Um, and about art, about feeling. And I can, and I can, we can break down more cause, Oh, dude, just like... I also want to dive into some legend stuff, man. Yeah, Sith shit, dude. We we talked about it last time. Yeah. Having you on for some Sith shit. That'll be good. Um, And uh, and, uh, and I'll, I'll give you my opinion as to why I think Rogue One and Solo, your guys' opinion, for me, it's flipped. It's flipped. It's opposite. 
Anyway, that being said, go follow us on all our <laughs> socials. Uh, uh, go check out Thursday Theory. Eventually, sometime in 2021, Spencer might drop a comic corner, so keep on the lookout for that. Um, and <laughs> and yeah, Thursday Theories, I love dropping them there. Uh, you guys give me some ideas. Uh, they're only legends at gmail.com. And uh, with that, my, my, my beautiful friends, this was probably the most chaotic, but also one of the most fun episodes we've done. It has been a long episode. I need to eat some food. But thank you yeah, for, the, for the talks. Thank you for the fun. And uh, Thanks for the laughs. Yeah, man. And, uh, thank you, Spencer, <laughs> for the lag. I apologize. You only got to be a part of this for half of it. But when you listen back, you will get to hear the rest of it. So... It was the it was the best half. It was the yeah, best it half. Really it really was. You know, like you, you know, remember when you said the best Star Wars is done off screen? <laughs> well, the yeah. best of this that podcast was, you, was done during lag. So, um, yeah. that being said, uh, <clears throat> as always, may the Force be with you. <laughs>